<laughs> the intensity of the countdown that led up to that. If only Gavin were here to see that. Welcome to the podcast this week brought to you by Betterment, Blue Apron, which, and Braintree. Which podcast is it, Gus? Yeah. I, don't know. I don't know. Both. In the final in the final version, this will be the Rooster Teeth podcast. If you're watching it live. Who knows? I will be on Twitter. My name is Bernie Burns, and I will be answering all your questions here on the televised program if you tweet us using the hashtag, hashtag RT Podcast. Hashtag RT Podcast. <laughs> if you I, use the hashtag, hashtag RT Podcast. Yeah, that's how you got to say it. You is it say, necessary to say it again? Yeah. So, yeah, it absolutely is necessary. If you want to call a, me on the phone number, phone number 555. <laughs> <laughs> Chris, back me up. If you, you use the hashtag... Like, I, RT podcast. I just use it the once. Just right. the once. <laughs> just the once. Like a normal sane person. Don't fuck yourselves. No. You, you still say you still get it. You're gonna have people out there doing hashtag like a space and then RT podcast, and their question will be do lost. You, do you still say <laughs> go to the website www.roosterteeth.com or you say about that? Ooh, go to roosterteeth.com. They wrote that into an ad read and on the spot this last week, and it really bothered me because I Ron Burgundy it. I'll read whatever they put on there, uh-huh. and it said www, and I really didn't like that. It felt really dumb to say that. You know, the progress of that address bar in a browser has made a lot of progress. It has it The has progress advanced. has made a lot of progress. <laughs> I'm just yes, doubling up on correct. words today. The, the I like pro- all my words so much I want to use them twice. If only there was a progress bar. I'm very tired. Show. Yeah. <laughs> no, it used to be you had to put the HTTP colon slash slash. And I remember there came a point in time when I was constantly telling people, don't, you, don't have to, you don't have to put... All right, never mind. And then now you don't even have to put the www... And now you don't have to put the name of the address. You just type whatever you want, and yeah. it just like shows up. I don't up. even put .com anymore. It's just you type in what you're trying to look for, and at, at, you know the worst thing I'm, it does, it takes you to Google. And yeah, then you I'm c- so lazy that you know I normally visit just the same websites over and over. Yeah. And I'll just type like the first two letters of it, and if it autocompletes, I just hit enter. If it doesn't autocomplete, I hit enter anyway. So <laughs> just, just like, trust. I'm just that's in a, Google like, oh, fuck. That's well, a trust enter. Yeah, I didn't get there. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah. By the way, I'm John. I'm Chris. And I'm Gus. And I'm Bernie. And Bernie. Oh, damn. I got beaten to it. You're doubling. I get to double today. You're, you're doubling. You're the double man today. Hashtag, so, hashtag Bernie.com. <laughs> HTTP hashtag.com. Because is the word hashtag part of the hashtag? No, it's hashtag RT podcast. We got in this debate the other day. So when you read something on Twitter and you say, I was like, oh. how would you write in a tweet and tag me? That you went to my house for Game of Thrones night. I'm asking you, John Rice. Like, if I was going to say, I was at Bernie's house. Right. How would you write that on Twitter? The, the, the at symbol doesn't count. I'd put A-T. Nope. So, I, was, so, I still stand here's by the debate, symbol, Bernie's To be clear, house. there's two ways you could write that on Twitter. You could write, I was at, at Bernie's house yeah. for dinner. Like, the symbol at. I don't yes. know, as part of my, my tag name. Or you just write, I was Bernie's at, house symbol bernie's house reads i was bernie's house i was bernie's house yeah I, I was bernie's house <laughs> what about you chris i i agree I, I, nope. you need the at you know nope. that because that's the, it's so what do you do you i was bernie's house you would write that yeah sure you're a lunatic i am so when I've you never read twitter that. all the time does it always sound like like when say i went to dinner with you it's like i went to dinner with at sarola yeah that's how you no, read it see sure in any other context you wouldn't say the at Right. With at Sorolla. I Here I am with at Sorolla. In my mind, like seeing that, that just equates to the person in that context. So In, in that it, context. Right. But you'll, your mind will fix it when, they, when you'd say, I was 
at Sorolla's house? Yeah, the mind's a powerful thing. You'd be no, surprised at all that. Your <laughs> mind doesn't work uh, that fast. BS, your mind, yes, no, totally, that's horrible. It totally does. Plus, let's all, I'm never making that tweet that I went to dinner with Gus. My tweet's never happening. Because that. that seemed weird to begin with. <laughs> One that had happened, the two you'd be tweeting about it. Can you please, Bernie, please, the next time you go to dinner with Gus, please tweet that. Get, okay, let's say, Gus, you and I went to a meal of some kind. Probably not dinner. Lunch is more likely. Okay, we went to lunch. Where do we go? What about breakfast? So, we no, go no, to lunch. Breakfast. If I said at the end of the lunch, hold on a second, Gus, here, let's take a selfie. I need to tweet this or post it on Instagram. <laughs> what would you do? Would that be the last time you speak to me? <laughs> no, I'd, I'd post her a fucking picture. Yeah. You would? Yeah, let's do if, it. If I busted out and I said, we're going to take a selfie at lunch, you and me. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'm down. I can't imagine that. Gus, can I we take a selfie? Let's take a selfie. Can we take a selfie? I, literally, there we go. Well, I wanted to be in the selfie. No one asked me if I wanted to be in the <laughs> selfie. Bernie, Bernie, do you want to take a selfie? It was my story. Take a selfie? Fuck off, John. Oh, uh, look at the cool guy flipping the camera off. I did a thing I never do. I never flip off a camera. And I did it there. Ooh, to look be, what I got. I did it to be funny, but I hate when people do that in photos. Right. So rebellious. It's just like so, I don't know, something. On, on the topic of try hard. being in a group of people and saying, do you guys want to take a selfie? Um, I went... Hashtag, uh, hashtag selfie. Hashtag, hashtag selfie. I went bouldering with a bunch of people on Saturday. <laughs> okay, bouldering. That <laughs> sounds like gonna, that could be really dirty. You said it, I knew it was going to upset Gus. It is dirty, Gus. <laughs> you make it as dirty as you want, man. Um, I was bouldering that dude so hard. <laughs> I went bouldering with some dudes I met on Craigslist. As you do. <laughs> as you do. Um, I went bouldering with Mr. a bunch Encounters, of people. We were... <laughs> we were bouldering on East 4th Street. <laughs> all right, go ahead. And uh, and we all got done. We were going to, a bunch of us were going to go get um, some food slash a drink afterwards. And I was with uh, Max, uh, Max Krimke, Patrick Matthews, and Ellie Mann, all from live action. And I said, hey, do you guys want to take a selfie? I've never been in a group of people that have been more excited about that prospect. They, they were just like, yes. And just immediately all got in squad formation ready for a selfie. Really? Yeah. yeah people are up for that now. Yeah. I was reading a. Like normally I feel like almost ashamed to ask that. What's that? I almost feel ashamed. Like, hey, you guys want to take a selfie? Like, you wonder if people are going to scoff. No, no. You do? Yeah, I wonder. But you're like, you're way under that line age-wise where it's like selfies like the default photo. I think there's something, though, to that argument. There's something we said about like having a genuine moment without posting it on social media. Yeah. I don't usually post anything I do on a personal basis on social media. You don't? I typically don't. No, you're pretty. I don't do a lot of personal stuff. Bernie doesn't. You know, do you know why I don't do it though? I do it because of the the FOMO thing. Like I've I've dealt with that too much. Yeah, where people just feel. I don't think people feel good when they see you doing something that you're yeah. enjoying your personal life. I think they just feel like, oh, I wish I was doing that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just like I don't. I'm, I think I'm a weirdo. Like I'm. A, I know I'm a weirdo, but uh, I'm a I'm a clear exception to that because I see like people gather, people at a party, or people mm-hmm. going out. And I'm like, oh, good for them. I'm glad I'm at home. <laughs> like I have no desire ever to. to no, I feel be the same way too. But again, I get that. feedback from like that a lot of times. Like you'll see it sometimes with some of the people that are at our company. Somebody will post their out with a group, and then yeah. somebody who's not in the group is just like, "Oh, hey, great photo." You can say it. It's well, Blaine. That's what, that's it's what Blaine. Blaine. Blaine told that story last Blaine's week. Blaine's the, the only person who does it. Though. Barb also does it. They get that that flat. What's the flat smile emoji? Yeah. The. Mm. Like, I like that emoji. That's pretty good. Does the flat smile emoji also pull its chin in to get like double chins? Is, does it? This is my. This is my one. That's a good one. Because it covers my double chin. <laughs> That's my favorite one. I have, it, it, what's it called when you have FOMO? Chlamydia. What? <laughs> Bernie, come on. Why? I, listen, sorry. I have what's it mean what's it, I, when you have FOMO, but then also, once what? you also don't actually want to go do things. 
called psychosis. <laughs> yeah, that's that's crazy. No, really. I mean, I can imagine that's a lot of people actually who. Do, like, I, by I, the way, I, I'm, I have a few. I wanted of the option out. of being of turning everyone down. <laughs> yes. What is? I wanted. <laughs> who? I somebody else said that. Somebody else said that to me. They want the option. They want to be asked so they can say no. And I was like, "What? That's no." Ridiculous. But I don't. I don't get asked to say no. But often I have a fear of missing out for like going to like events stuff like that. But then often when I go to events. I only want to be there for a little bit, and then I just want to go home. And just to be clear what we're talking about here, FOMO means fear of missing out. I just missing put that out. together. Okay, sorry. Like, we should have explained that earlier. No, no. I was about to ask, what does FOMO mean? But then it's like, when he said fear of missing out, I'm like, yeah, okay. It's just basically whenever you Wait, see you stuff on social. you figured out once I said the actual succession of words? Yeah. Have you ever heard of really FOMO I have heard of it before. You might have also seen it written out and yeah, not, yeah. not said out loud. Maybe you thought it was like FOMO. Fama, Fama. (laughs) But the uh, it. I don't know what other. There's. It's a good word that they came up with something that really didn't exist before. I guess jealousy is like the closest thing, but it's not quite jealousy. Yeah. Because it's almost like you said. It's about people don't want that thing. They just don't want to be left out of that thing. It's it's, it's like the inside joke. Yeah. It's like the inside joke. You don't want to be outside of the inside joke. And inside jokes happen at things and events and when people have conversations and stuff like that. So. You know, when everyone's like, oh, yeah, remember that time we all went to, you know, Vegas? It's like, no, I wasn't there. That's why people like memes, right? They want to be in on like an inside yeah. joke without actually going and doing something. That's like mad. Memes are like mad lib humor. That's a great way like, of describing memes. It's it's the inside joke without having to go anywhere. Right, without having to necessarily know people. Or yeah. Ending. It's Being like, social. oh, yeah, we all laugh about this. Yeah. Yeah, but you have to be on Reddit or something like that. Yeah, but you don't have to post. Like, you don't have to be social. You can just absorb it. So yeah. I, I want to talk to you about something, guys, that maybe I mean, we were talking about this with the, it reminded me of this when we were talking about the selfie being the default photo is I was reading an article about something and then I actually switched to watching a video about it because I wanted to see it in the background. It was about a guy who got a Michelin star for a food stand that he has. Okay. He's like the only person in the world who has a street cart that has a Michelin star. Interesting. So I was reading this story about him, and I, I'm going to get it wrong, but it's something like the something rice and chicken sauce stand, and he got a, he got invited out to the event and everything like that. And it was I was watching the video, and it was really cool to watch this guy like walking in this huge gala. I don't know why Michelin hands out stars. I think we've talked about this before. I don't know how the company that makes tires then got involved. It's the same company. I just thought it was like a coincidence that there was I think called it started Michelin. as a guide right, for, for road, road trips. trips. Oh. And then it became this ultra prestigious thing, which mascot <laughs> happens to be a big dude made out of tires. <laughs> I don't really get it. But people flip when they get a Michelin star. And this guy who runs, did you, are you looking him up? Yeah. I, I just He's an Asian guy. And uh, anyway, he was walking to the gala, this huge moment, and I was watching, going, oh, I feel so good for this guy. He's walking in, and like in front of the, the welcome to the Michelin gala event, there's a girl like standing there taking a selfie, and not taking one, taking like 80 selfies, <laughs> and like doing the whole posing and yeah. all this stuff, and I'm just like, oh, you're killing, you're killing it for me. <laughs> you're just, you're absolutely fucking killing it for me there. I don't know why. I just like focused on her and nothing else, and I just couldn't fucking take it anymore. <laughs> this heartwarming story about this guy on running a streetcar, he gets a fucking Michelin star. And all I can think about is a girl taking the billion selfies. So that reminded me of that. It's a it's a low res photo, but you can see here that like their promotional images. <laughs> it's like the Michelin tire dude <laughs> holding the book. <laughs> is that the one that has the restaurants with the Michelin stars in it? Yeah. <laughs> well, the mascot kind of looks like someone who knows good food. So dumb. You know, and you know those people go to work <laughs> every day 
the people who are like, well, we're going to be reviewing this five-star restaurant in downtown Paris also. And like, meanwhile, the guys who are like, hey, we discovered a new kind of rubber you know, <laughs> down, down the hallway. You know those guys are like, can we get a different office? <laughs> it's like, when are we going to like part ways here? We have to at some point, right? I like your reduction of what happened at the Michelin like <laughs> office where they're like discovering new kinds of rubber and what sounding like a doing? bunch of frat boys like, hey, we discovered it. Look what we did. Look. Didn't, didn't they release that proof of concept for the spherical tire? Yes. Was that Michelin? And it's like, I don't understand how that tire is separate from the car. It looks like it's a mesh, like a nanobot tire that like moves along with the car. Yeah, it's really yeah. weird. It looks like it's, it doesn't look like a, a driving system. It looks like a particle I physics. I think someone tried to explain it to us and they may have properly explained it last time on Twitter, <laughs> but I, can, I cannot it. remember. There it is. That's the uh, that's a tire. Oh, that's not what I'm talking about. That's the spherical tire. It's Goodyear. That is a spherical tire. That's good. Well, not to be confused. Not to be confused with Michelin. Goodyear only rates strip joints. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the only thing that they give stars to. Yeah, but I would think like they gotta like at some point they just gotta pull away, you know, and be well, like, we're we're not exactly related, you know. They would just <laughs> say we got a different mascot. The Michelin dude's just so silly. I like the idea that Michelin dude isn't made of tires, but he's just a big fat dude who ate at a bunch of really nice restaurants. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He looks like someone who likes to eat. So yeah. he's probably he always looks like me, like the guy, the, the, the guy from Ghostbusters, the big the marshmallow man. Yeah. marshmallow man. Yeah, I, I totally see that. Everybody seen the new Ghostbusters? I no, have not I yet. have not. No. You have not? No. You have not? No. Mm-mm. Nobody's I, seen it. Uh, it seems like the kind of movie I'll watch like, on sexist. a plane. You ever think about that? I, I, was gonna I, go I, s- I do have something to say about that. Let me read this. Oh, yeah. Do, and your then, thing, uh, do your thing. I'll get to that. Nah, don't read it. I want to remind everyone, this episode of Receipt Podcast is brought to you by Betterment. It's never too late to save for retirement and other financial goals. Betterment has changed the industry by making investing easier. Betterment is the largest independent automated investing service, managing more than $5 billion for over 175,000 customers. The financial services industry has embraced technology and innovation through the creation of automated investing, meaning that you keep more of your money with the fees that are a fraction of what you pay with traditional financial services. Betterment is a member of SIPC, which means your investments are protected. Bank-level security means your personal data is too. Right now, get up to six months of no fees. Learn how at betterment.com slash teeth. That's betterment.com slash teeth. Betterment investing made better. I think one of the more interesting things about Betterment is if you're not looking to plan necessarily for retirement, if you just have a, a goal, you can set a specific goal. Like you want to save for a house down payment or a car. You set a goal and then they help guide you to get to that goal. So it's really an interesting service. You can check it out. Um, switching gears back to Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. It, it, I mean, I'm glad they made another one, but it's just, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm going to watch that movie on a plane. Okay. It, it really takes a There's lot. There's definitely a movie. Jungle Book's that movie. I'm waiting for yeah. that. to. I'm waiting to go it, on a plane Jungle ride. It takes good. a See lot to drag me out of my house to uh, to go watch a movie. The last one I watched didn't was... Didn't see the new Army Star Man. Trek? No, I still haven't seen Star Saw Trek. That. I so good. still haven't seen Civil War. I didn't like it. I'm behind. Yeah. 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 You, didn't like, you didn't like Star Trek? I didn't Trek? like Star Trek. I felt like uh, just another <laughs> episode in a whole season of Star Trek as opposed to like a movie that took years to make. Star Trek. I think Trek someone else said that. Beyond. Because or it okay, could have been you this, an earlier this. conversation. This is not spoiler or anything like that, but tell me, did the characters, yes. how they were at the very beginning of the movie and where they were in life, where they were in careers and relationships, did that change at all by the end of the film? Were any of them in a different position or have advanced at all in any of those relations? Spock, I would say yes. Other than, other than de- them dealing with Nimoy's death. Right. Other than that, in a almost two-hour two film, did they change at all? Well, no, but I mean, it's like it is based on episodic 
television. How much did they? Ch- I guess they changed the tone. That's the what I'm first saying. One. Though in the in the yeah. in the series in the in the TV show, they didn't have to change very much in a single episode. But you expect movies that take years to come out, and you wait for them. And the and the movie itself is a two hour big old cinematic event. You know, yeah. if well, if nothing happened, it was like dude, it was pointless. Especially when you're talking about in terms of like even in like Star Wars or something. Yeah. Right. Every movie they grow, their relationships yeah. change. They have a new path. Right. Yeah. And then I, not having seen the movie. I can't add anything else to that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing I've got, the problem, and this won't be too much of a spoiler, I don't think, but the problem that I've got with the reboot of the Star Trek movies is, and I'm going to talk a little bit for a second about, in very general terms, the plot of the, the new Star Trek movie by talking about the other ones. The problem I've got was like all three movies now basically have the same device for conflict, which is there's a dude who shouldn't have better technology than the rest of the Federation of Planets, which is like the biggest agency in the galaxy. They have amazing things that even in this this movie, they specifically show something they have that's incredible, and yet another dude shows up who's basically marooned on a planet by himself, and he has this amazing technology that like puts the Enterprise on the ropes, and they're all going to die, and how are they going to beat this guy? Destroys their ship in the first... This is 20 minutes of the time. And the original series wasn't like that. Khan was very much like that, but the, the, all the rest of them weren't necessarily like that. I this mean, is, there was stuff like Voyage Home. There was stuff like uh, Undiscovered Country. This is yeah. just and like our more, animated adventure where you talk about that Star Trek is a guy on a planet who uh, develops his revenge off with technology he develops the, on that planet. The joke planet. I made, it's actually showed it before the movie <laughs> yeah. I saw, was that he somehow develops interstellar travel. This The new reboot series is like... I mean, Nero in the first movie had that mining ship that was from the future, so it was way better than anything else and yeah. could destroy planets. And Spock had that fucking whirly boo, whatever yeah. the fuck that thing was. Um, and in the second movie, it was basically the con story again. And then the third movie, it's it's pretty similar. You see the Enterprise get ripped apart in the trailers. Yeah. You know, so it's just like, it's like where do they get this shit? You know, they, it's like they can only stumble across so many unbelievably powerful people, you know, that they have a connection with. It's yeah. a big you universe. Know? Nah, it was, the, this movie was was as you know as far as the series goes pointless like mm-hmm. they could have just skipped it i actually like the movie a lot i like the movie just i've actually and, and to be fair i think i might want to be the only people i've ever talked to since the movie came out that didn't like it i th- i will say this it's the only movie i've seen in that series in the reboot series where when some of the action takes place i literally have no idea what's going on like someone was, else said that there too. was a whole scene where it's like there are people fighting each other and then they end up in a certain place and then a thing happens and it's like what? Where? Who? How? Do, where's everybody? It's like I. You, they're moving left. They're moving right. Cameras flying all over the place, and it's like really. It's like why even film the action scene? Just like point at a wall and just hear like poop, poop, poop. Ow, ow, ow. Star, Star, Trek Be- Star Trek Beyond currently eighty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, it's a good movie. I yeah. really did enjoy Everyone, it. Everyone's enjoying it. I think I just came out with a bad attitude. I didn't want to like it because it was the Fast and the Furious guy directing it. One mm-hmm. of the directors of Fast and Furious. And it was also had a motorcycle in the trailer. And I'm like, what the fuck is that motorcycle in the Star Trek universe? How does that make any sense? It makes perfect sense. Yeah, they had the, nah, the, they had the classic car in the first Star Trek film. The J.J. The Abrams one. They also had a motorcycle in that scene. And the motorcycle was, didn't have wheels. That's, oh, one of that the things, true. that's one of the things that bothered me that about true. that. The reveal for the fact that they were in the future was showing the motorcycle. In the in the original in the, Star the Trek teaser, trailer. Yeah. The original reboot trailer. The J.J. Yeah. Abrams one. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really hoping for... The next Star Trek to be like an undiscovered country, like Star Trek Five. That was a great Star Trek movie, and it played on like it was in the Klingon. Yeah, the Klingon Empire fell apart. Yeah, I would love it if they did something where they actually dealt with like there's there's been some Star Trek films and also a big theme that was in the series, which was dealing with like new races. 
and they really haven't like I mean they they touched on the Klingons a little bit in the last one but barely and and I so I, I love if they like discovered a new race and that yeah. that 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 surfaced you know some sort of uh, you know dilemma or or diplomatic problem or some sort of like I don't know I yeah, just I prefer they did that I love watching diplomatic problems in movies just like the Phantom Menace so good <laughs> so, so <laughs> all the all the ins and outs of the diplomacy oh mwah, fantastic. Oh, but a big part of Star Trek was social commentary <laughs> like they tackled diversity before yeah. anybody else would. And there was always like going back to the undiscovered country, which is the one I talked about from the original series of movies. Um, you know that was based on like the, basically the Klingons were the Russians and the yeah, Soviets yeah. and the fall of that empire and dealing with a, your enemy who is now humbled. You know, but they're still dangerous. And it was really it was cool. And I think there's a lot of things they could draw from today. They just keep going back to the same thing of a guy that you didn't know has a bad. <laughs> ship that'll destroy you also one of the dumbest openings i think to the star trek films if that opening like action that sequence, was dumb that was really dumb yeah i agree i listen simon Pegg wrote this one love him and i love simon Pegg. when i saw that scene i was like what are you doing simon Pegg? what's yeah. up with it he was only really one of the dumb. writers but i was like this feels like goofy simon Pegg. i don't know how i feel about this opening yeah so. that actually that was also the way i described the films the film felt like it was uh, written by a fan it, looked, it felt like a fan film, as opposed to someone coming at it from like a different angle or from a fresh perspective. It felt like a fan wrote this. Not okay. a bad thing in this day and age, though. So did the, the first one was written by fans of the original series. Okay, well, this one felt like it. Yeah, I got you. It felt like someone had been holding on to like this really cool episode of Star Trek. Like, what if this happened in an episode? And they turned that into a film. You know, so it just felt like one long episode yeah. as opposed to an actual movie. But to segue to something else that you and I did just recently, that's kind of where we are now with big, long-running franchises. Like Blaine and I went out to Lucasfilm, and we sat down on the Star Wars podcast. Everyone in there was somebody who grew up with Star Wars and is yeah, now working on Star Wars. And and uh, when dealing with the uh, Final Fantasy VII remake, that's something Square said for a long time that they didn't want to make Final Fantasy VII again because they were all fans of it. Right, and they felt like it affected. They were too affected by the project. I think. I think a product because this is coming from someone who was a fan of Rooster Teeth, and then now makes stuff for Rooster Teeth. I think something you should try to do, even if you are someone who's coming from that that uh, background, is that make stuff for the fans, not like you are one of the fans, or like don't don't make it seem like it was made by a fan. Seem like it was made for the fans. Mm. Like I don't mind a Star Trek movie that was made for a Star Trek fan like me. I grew up watching the show. But don't make it seem like it was just a really cool idea that some kid had. But what does that mean, though? That's like really broad. You're like, make something for the fans, but not like made by the fans. Well, I, th- I think it's just like it's the general feel of it. It, it just felt like a, a really cool like episode idea as opposed to, I don't know. I, f- I felt like the first Star Trek the yeah. reboot film felt like a fresh perspective at the Star Trek uh, okay. franchise. But... And was written by a fan. I mean, J.J. Abrams is a self-professed Star Trek fan, but it didn't feel like it was just written by a fan. The premise of Star Trek Beyond has a lot more potential than when I think it delivered, but it was still very fun. Like, the potential of where they go, you know, for, you know, I don't want to give anything away. So we'll stop talking about that. But Gus and I got to do something which we're going to be talking about later this week, um, talking about long-running franchises, is Gus and I went up to... San Francisco, just north of San Francisco, to Nevada, is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Like a great rice-a-roni in San Francisco. It's amazing. He, yeah, it's amazing. It's the best. And uh, we went to... <laughs> You're uh, way too proud of that joke. You are way <laughs> too proud of that joke. You should not be smiling that much. It took me a second. I was like, what? <laughs> oh, okay. But they, uh, we, we got to go up and take a look at Civilization VI um, in its current state of development and take a look at it. And that is, of course, that's a franchise that's been around since 1993. Somewhere in there? So, yeah, maybe earlier. Let me look. Yeah, so that's a franchise that's been running now for a very long period of time, 20 years. So there's people that work on that franchise who grew up playing that game, and yeah. it's the same kind of thing. So 
we'll talk more about it this week on the patch. Uh, I will, I will tr- definitely try to drop in and discuss that with you. We might even have some stuff to show from it as well. Civilization is one of those franchises that even though I've been a gamer my whole life, been playing excessive amount of games, that kind of thing, there can be entire franchises that you just never touched That's on. That's true. And Civilization, Metal Gear Solid is that for me. I've got several. Like I've never played uh, uh, Mass Effect. Um, Civilization yeah. was 91. Is, is, 91? Is Gandhi still evil? He's not evil. He's just AI driven. So he does stuff that like he counter to what he would do in the real world. Yeah. yeah. Like well, drop nukes on you. Because he's trying to win. Well, no, no. Because I, 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 Depends on what you do to him. I've never <clears throat> played Civilization, but I, I know it's like in the original one, Gandhi was supposed to be the most peaceful person ever. He had the highest peace level, whatever that meant. And then, but through the game, if you, you could do stuff to increase everyone's right. peace score. And because he had the highest one, his peace score reset and went back to the bottom. So he became the most war hungry, like character in the game. You've never I, played. I like. want to make a. Uh, I want to play a video game developed by Chris. I know. Wait, wait. So you've never played a Civ game? No. So so far, the theme of this podcast is Chris talking about things that he has neither never- seen or played. <laughs> well, you start talk about something I've done. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, what have you done, Chris? Uh, it was interesting because when we um, landed in the San Francisco airport, uh, we, there was a, we had to take a car. There was a car service to take us up to where we were going. And we were in the car, and Bernie and I were using our phones, and we were, you know, I guess, casually talking about Pokemon Go. And the driver overheard us. He's like, oh, y'all playing Pokemon Go? And we're like, yeah. Then he's like, y'all in a hurry to get where you're going? Or uh, <laughs> you want me to drive you around a bit? He's like, I know, I know a couple spots. And he like took us on like a mini tour around San Francisco to like, he's like, I know popular Pokemon Go spots. And this is a, a cab? No, it was a, like a, a, a hired car. Oh, okay. I was going to say it was the cab. That'd be a really smart way of like getting uh, like more to your fare. Uh, it's like, hey, you want to make some, oh, some and, detours? And he, some people are correcting me. Uh, Final Frontier... Uh, was Star Trek Five? That one was where they go to find God. You don't want that one. Okay. Star Trek Six was the undiscovered country. So yeah. thank you. Sorry, that's true. I was wondering how the odd. It's like usually the odd numbered movies were the lousy ones yeah. in the first Star Trek series. I was wondering, like, did, did Undiscovered Country break that? So I was just mistaken. Yep. So thank you for correcting me. So he he took us by one spot that was down uh, by the water, yeah. and you know he's like, oh, there's you know there's like three Pokestops here, and there was a crowd. I'm not kidding, of probably like eighty to hundred people all out there on their phones playing. Yeah, and you know, we got out, and we walked around for a little bit. And there were these two joggers who were running by, and one of them turns to the other and goes, "What's going on here? Are all these people playing Pokemon?" And the other one goes, "Yep." Actually, yeah. I don't know, do you remember what she actually said? No, what did, what did she say? She exactly? goes, "She goes, what? What's happening? Is this po- is Pokemon happening? Is this Pokemon <laughs> happening right here?" Like she couldn't even like put into words because she's so outside of like video games. Is Pokemon she, happening? She goes, is it is that is, is this Pokemon happening? And was, and it, nobody looked up from the phones, and the guy jogging was just laughing because, "Yep." <laughs> <laughs> and they just kept jogging. But it was amazing to see that many people out there and everyone well, that's, just kind of walking around. If you go out around. to, if you, like, especially on the weekend, if you go out to Zilker oh, yeah. or if you go to Capitol. Guess who's got a Charizard? Me. Charmander's all over. Lousy. Yeah. Not Zilker. Zilker. Is a, Auditorium Shores is Auditorium lousy. Shores. I went to Auditorium Shores on, on Sunday and, and did like a tour of like all the stops and got a bunch of Charmanders. That kind so of thing. good. Yeah, it's really good. How do you guys feel about the fact that they... they bullshit. Up, <laughs> they it's updated bullshit. Pokemon Go. They took away the feet, the footprints, because they weren't working. So the solution was, ah, we'll just take them away. We won't fix them. We'll just remove them. <laughs> and then they also shut down all of the apps that track Pokemon for you. I'm fine with that. There's, I never use those stuff. There's a great, I never use that. Teddy was okay with that, too. Teddy's there's okay. a great parody account called Niantic Lab, uh-huh. at Niantic Lab on Twitter. And the actual Twitter account for the people who made it is Niantic Labs. And so it's very hard to tell, but they are like they're a parody one, and they put up uh, like a picture today of the 
egg hatching screen. And they said, along with this update, we took away uh, showing you how many steps you've done for your eggs. Fuck you. <laughs> and that was like a parody. Is like, yep, that's basically what the the footprint going away is. I bet that would make people so furious. They that should, would, they I, should not reveal at all that that is a fake account. Like they should put every tweet should be very street, straightforward. Yeah. No fuck yous or anything like that. It's like, oh, we removed this because we didn't think it was important. I think another one was, um, yes, we've noticed the bug about all the gyms uh, looking yellow. We're trying to fix it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know Pokemon Go? Yeah, I do. I do. I do. Know. I do. That was a genuine laugh. You knew what the joke was. I did. Hi, are you playing Pokemon Go? I am. Yeah. What do you? What, what level are you? I don't want to say. What level are you? I'm like fourteen-ish. No, that's, that's good. Not bad. I I feel like it's embarrassing. No, no I'm, it is I, embarrassing. I'm that's level. So I, I, I do feel like that's embarrassing. What are you? Eighteen. Okay. Eighteen. <laughs> I'm level twenty. You will get to level twenty before I get to twenty-one. It's just like ra- some well, guy. Yeah, yeah. The, the scale up of like how many, how much XP you got is insane. The thing is, is I do have. I could, I could probably like power level really fast. I have a bunch of a ton of stuff, candies and stuff. I'm just kind of waiting. I'm using uh, drop yeah. an egg and just like go yeah, crazy. That's what I did. Well, I'm waiting for that moment when I've got like two hours to kill, <laughs> where I can really like get everything in line and just like. Let's do it thirty minutes at a time. Yeah, one lucky egg at a time. Yeah, yeah. But I, I I'm weird. Like where I like to like build things up in my head, guys. Okay. Did you hear about the guy who specifically went out to hit the level cap on Pokemon Go where it currently exists? What's the level cap? It is level 40. Yeah. And I can't find the stat here, but the reason Luca used a bot, he, he freely admits he used a bot to help him hunt Pokemon Go. First of all, I want that bot, whatever that is. <laughs> uh, the reason Luca used a bot, and this is from GameSpot.com. HTTP colon slash <laughs> hashtag. The reason Luca used a bot is because if he did it on his own, he'd need to gain more than 50,000 XP a day for a year straight Whoa. to hit the level cap, which is just like, it's I, I don't even know. Uh, 50,000 experience, I think, at my level would take me up a level a day, basically. Like, I understand I a level of difficulty see, or, like, or like longevity you got to build into games. That seems a bit excessive. Yeah, some of that stuff. Some of that stuff. I think they scale, and then they're just like, ah. Nobody will get there. Yeah, remember that? What was the thing you remember like that initially? That was like in the achievement system. There was stuff they'd put in there. Like, what are you fucking putting this in there for? Oh, I don't like, know. Like Graw had be number one in the world. That was an achievement. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then there was, uh, oh, what was the, the name of the achievement? It's very famous, but Gears of War, and you had to kill get ten thousand multiplayer kills. Mm. Yeah, it's like. Seriously, it was seriously right. Yeah, seriously. 2. I always 0. hated that. That was I love the Batman games. I fucking hate the Riddler trophy thing. Every single fucking game. Go like, find your trophies. Hundreds of trophies, and just go find them. You got to find them, and then you also got to do a puzzle. It's just stupid. I hate the, it. The only thing I really hate about achievements now in video games is that I like to get all of them, and it always seems like catch them all. you never know going into a game. It's like okay, this game's great. You, get, you unlock like five achievements in your first play session. You're like, oh, this is great. I'm on my way. I'm gonna get all 100. percent And then as you get about a week into the game, you then learn when you get to that point of like, oh, how do I get this achievement? You look it up, and you find out that achievement, that one achievement, is gonna take about three and a half months of playing to yeah. get that. And it's like, oh, what the fuck? I spent all this time doing this, and I'm never gonna get this last achievement because I'm not gonna dedicate my life to this video. Yeah, I basically don't play any console games anymore i do i'm all pc now um i got a great pc game so i don't uh i don't do achievements anymore because who cares about the steam things um but when i did do achievements i like i like you know i like getting you know the fictitious award but anytime there was multiplayer achievements like well i'm not going to perfect this game because i don't think there should be multiplayer i hate them i hate them i think achievements are how you make single player competitive i think that's what's for now granted 
if you want to make a multiplayer achievement that introduces people to the multiplayer system in a game that people don't typically play multiplayer, like Assassin's Creed, then make it something like get launch, to level five or launch multiplayer. Or yeah, or you know, <laughs> play, play one custom map right. or like something Lose that you ten can, times. So I got it. Yeah. Something that all the multiplayer achievements can be done in basically one straight play session. Halo's about, bad about it. What about a game that's like primarily no. multiplayer? Well, then if it's primarily multiplayer, like Titanfall. Yeah. Oh, well, that's all. There's no single player yeah. campaign in yeah. Titanfall. That, I understand. Yeah, that, something like, you can do. But like Halo's point. one, or like like most FPS games, like Halo and COD. That like COD would be. I actually play those games for the campaign. I don't really care for multiplayer. And so when things like when Halo, <coughs> Halo came out with DLC that then you had achievements with it, but yeah. then there were maps that you couldn't get to. Because they weren't in the rotation. Or, it sucks. Yeah. And I'm like, well, okay, cool. Thank you for building it and making it so I can never get this score. There's an Appreciate NBA it. game that was played at the same time that 10,000 other people are playing. It's like, that's not, I can't affect that. Yeah. That's your game being unpopular. I mean, it's a, <laughs> there's very few games now, very few games, where a month or two after they come out, they have any kind of, you know, appreciable... It, online population there's just so many games now it's like it's just spread horizontally so much it's yeah it's nuts and, and it, it falls off like i was huge i played overwatch constantly for the first several weeks it was out mm-hmm. i i think i launched it once in the last like two weeks yeah like i just yesterday i was like oh i'm gonna try overwatch i haven't played yeah. it in a while i played like one round i was like all right cool it's still yeah. fun but yeah there's so many other it. games to be playing i play a lot of dead by daylight to give you an idea of how much fifty thousand xp in a day is um you get a, the most you get for XP in the game is a thousand XP for hatching a ten k egg. Or you, if you have a lucky egg, you can get a thousand. I mean, you get double. Yeah, yeah. I think this is with eggs on. No, you lucky can evolve yeah. something get a thousand. But beating every Pokemon in the gym gives you fifty XP. So you need to do that a thousand times in a day for a year. Well, go, yeah, going to a Pokestop gives you fifty XP. Yeah. Yeah, Pokestops. Uh, then 500 is adding a new Pokemon to the Pokedex. You only do that so many times. Mm-hmm. Uh, 500, evolve a Pokemon. What's your best Pokemon? What do you got? Um, I'll look I, it up. My, I don't really have very good ones. My best one's a Flareon. Mine might be a Flareon, too, actually. Mine's a Machamp. He's champ. 1,400, and I'm really proud of him. So uh, my Flareon is... I can't, we, 12, look at what we are doing. 1,200. <laughs> look at what we have become. This is it. <laughs> this is it, Gus. Hey, look at this. You know what? Here's the way... This is a prediction that we've been making for years come true. And what is that prediction? That we're all fucking nerds? No, that <laughs> AR was going to be way more ubiquitous than VR. Yeah. Like VR, there's people that have invested... What a poetic sentence. Thank you. There's people that have invested $800,000 in a VR setup, and it's just sitting in their living room right now, but an AR game comes along, everybody in the fucking world is playing this yeah. game. Yeah. I'm really embarrassed. Why? It's a Pidgeot. No, it's no. not. 931. <laughs> that, you, that's, you never talk again. Hold on. Let me see what I got you here. You didn't level up your Eevee enough. I'm going to show you my Pokemon, Gus. You know, I know. Before you evolve your Eevee, you need to level them up because they go exponential. Now, well, listen. I didn't know that when I did this. Okay, John? <laughs> I also want to be clear about something. I get the feeling that talking about Pokemon and there's... What does CP stand for? Combat points? Yeah. Combat power. Combat, Combat power. power. You said yes, so you're in you're Just because I'm a yes you're man. You're in the same boat as me. I'm a yes man as you. We're all wrong at the side of the room. I love you, Bernie. Just because we're talking about Pokemon and their CP doesn't mean we want to see yours and how they're better. So you keep that shit to yourself, <laughs> you people at home. I don't want to see on Twitter, I don't want to see an endless screen screenshots of you and your fucking Pokemon. It's all fake anyway, I'm sure. Have you seen Fuck Adam off. Baird's, like, he posted I, a screenshot. He's got like 2,000 No points. one is better than Adam Baird. Yeah. There's got, it's, it's impossible. I refuse to believe there's anybody. It makes me feel bad. Is it true that Adam Baird wrote a script... Yes, he did. Did he really? That would analyze the map around the office and would tweet? Yeah. Or like, he called it Professor Oak. Really? And it would, it would message it, it everybody would, it in would, the company yes. when, when something was nearby? Yes. 
wet, unbelievable. It would, we had a, we had a Slack group, and it would go like it was, it was like a private poker vision. Yeah. Diabolical. All he's, right, he's so smart. My best. Yeah, I got a I got a my champ, and he's like fourteen hundred. I still like fourteen hundred to thirteen oh two. I rounded up pretty Wait, hard. You said thirteen oh two. Yeah, I rounded up pretty <laughs> hard on that one. <laughs> I was like, oh, he's pretty <laughs> tired. My my Flareon's twelve seventy four. We're like twenty six points apart. I got some geo dude candy. Watch someone, this. Someone had Gyarados that was like two hundred. Yeah. What? Two hundred. <laughs> Wait, that's possible. They, they, caught, they didn't. They didn't. Oh, they, they caught. They caught, okay, caught, they caught in it. the wild. Mm-hmm. We were we were in New York City. Uh, we went to go do. I don't think I talked about it last time. We went to go do the VR experience. Oh, that yeah. was the Ghostbusters one, where you where you go like, it's did, at Madame Tussauds. Did you not mention it? I think you did. Yeah, I might have. Anyway, we went to go do you it. Mentioned you were going. It, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man is in that. Spoiler: If you're going to go do that, it's a lot of fun. You, get to, you hit him with your proton pack. It was really cool to like wield that. I've had two really cool experiences uh, with like childhood franchises that I love. Was one was I went to this Madame Tussauds thing, and admittedly, I love the Void and their technology and everything. Admittedly, this thing needs a lot of work, but there was a cool moment where we're out like on a balcony, shimmying between two windows on a New York mm-hmm. apartment building. That was pretty cool. I mean, that felt like I yeah. was you know thirty stories up. Well, have you seen those videos of those people doing the walking the plank to save the kitty? Yeah, that looks so great. Yeah, I would do that. What is it? It's like the VR thing, and it's people Patrick, that Patrick, you could probably pull this uh, thing called Save the Kitty. Yeah, they're inside of a room, and they have a VR headset on, and the VR scenario is that they're, like, on a high-rise, and there's a wood plank that's going out over, like, you know, nothing, uh-huh. and on the end of it is a kitty, and you have to save the kitty. And they're blowing fans and at so you and everything. They're on, and so they're on, like, a plank oh. in the room. And then the, the plank is really in the room, and there's a stuffed cat at the end of the plank and everything, yeah. and there's wind blowing on you, so it really completes the illusion that you're, you know, people like, like up. fall over and like freak out. They're all freaked out. Patrick, Aww, Mike, it's a cute close. cat too. Yeah. <laughs> there it is, right there. Yeah, this is it. That's their view, but this is what. <laughs> this is a different video than I saw. The one yeah, I saw I was like in a warehouse. They're, yeah, they're in a more closed room. Yeah. When I saw, like, people were, like, scared shitless. They were, like, on the floor, like, inching along. <laughs> <laughs> Guys stumbled. So that was you shimming a balcony. If, if you're listening to the audio podcast, I'm sure you can just look up Save the Kitty. Very important you say kitty. <laughs> Not anything else. Because you might get a different GIF. Save that pussy. I said GIF, by the way. Sorry. No. Nope. I, I pause every hashtag, time I say it Hashtag GIF. I should say YIF. <laughs> That's the new thing that people are saying. Is it YIF? Is it YIF like animals having sex? Is it? No, no, no. Hold on, Someone Chris. Google yiffing. I don't want to. Do I want to? Do I want to do yeah, that? What is yiffing? That's like furries having sex. Yeah. No, she doesn't know what it is. Before we get too far off the topic, <laughs> what is your thing for is having sex. Yeah, this thing no, is no, not no, working no. so it's well. The other really cool experience I had from a childhood franchise just recently is I played a Star Trek VR thing, which I was like, okay, this is what I've been waiting for. What was the VR thing? It was the Tatooine one that just came out. Star That's Star Wars. Wars. What'd I say? Star, Star Trek. Trek. Oh, sorry. That's this one, Star Wars, not <laughs> Star Trek. We can tell you're, you're a fan. Yeah. yeah. It's from Star Trek V, <laughs> The Voyage Home. <laughs> and you get a lightsaber in it. And there's a Jawa on tax scandal. <laughs> what, was, what was the Tatooine thing? Uh, it was, uh, what's the name of that VR? It's a free demo, so anybody who's got a Vive can download it. Trials on Tatooine. Thank you. I was going to say Trouble on Tatooine, which sounds like a George Lucas title for a movie. Trouble on Tatooine. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, it's really great. It's really basic. It's it, it's probably about 10 minutes, maybe, through the whole thing. We're looking at it. But it's uh, it's just a cool, like, the Millennium Falcon here flies in. We're watching a clip from uh, Achievement Hunter playing it. Oh. And, uh, I should watch some of their videos sometimes. We should watch some of their videos. I still have not used one 
fucking VR headset. No? I have not used VR. Oh, you would love I keep, it, John. I keep you know that, going to your house and watching your damn cats, and I see that VR headset there, and I'm like, I want to use it, but I don't know what, how to use you know it. Why don't you come John's, to my office? You know I've got them all set up in there, right? I didn't know you had one in your office. Yeah, I've got there's every, also, there's I've got also one in, in there. stage two. Yeah, but someone's gotta help me. No, come come by my office. Okay, I'm gonna come by your I, office. I have it all Pop set my up. Cherry. Are you frustrated when you read like people setting up their vibe for eight hours? To me, it's it's you plug in three things and it's it's all set. Yeah, you like, plug in what plugs in, then you like draw a square and you're done. Yeah, and the lighthouses don't need any help. They don't need to be plugged into anything the except prob- the wall. Yeah, the only problem I have with with the lighthouses, and I'm not sure if it's the way they're mounted in my office, is over time they droop. Just dry, just dry. Just buy a tripod. That's what I did for mine. I bought two like yeah. twenty five dollar tripods, which is fifty bucks. It's expensive, but I'm not gonna drill in my wall one day. Yeah, just drill and I've in already the spent wall. like not- seven hundred bucks <laughs> on this, you know, monitor essentially. So, yeah. but come, you should be play. Come John. by my office. Okay, I'm gonna come by your office. We're gonna, I'll, I'll show you some stuff. Uh, here, I got another thing to read. Wait, anybody look at BFing before we get oh, to this? I did. It, Let it, me I read right. this before you, you read that. <laughs> oh, the suspense. The suspense. <laughs> I want to remind you when this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Blue Apron. Not all ingredients are created equal. Fresh, high quality ingredients taste better and are better for you. So, it's important to know where your food comes from. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal <laughs> recipes along with pre portioned <laughs> ingredients to make delicious home cooked meals. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with incredible ingredients, you make incredible meals. So they set the highest quality standards for the community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron is bringing you the best. Blue Apron features new recipes that are created each week by Blue Apron's culinary team and are not repeated within a year. Each meal comes with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card and pre-portioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Check out this week's menu and get your three free meals with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. You'll love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron, so don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash roosterteeth. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Thank you, Blue Apron, for sponsoring the podcast and for having delicious food that is easy to make that even I can make. And now for yiffing. And learn now to, this. Learn, no, learn to make your own food. I, one Agreed. of the things that I spend Agreed. a lot of time with my kids is, is you know, they got to learn to cook. They got to make their stuff. Like JD made Teddy breakfast the other day, and it was it was great. It's it, you know we just go through everything. Like we have all these little culinary experiments. Like JD and I, we had a we we did a really fun thing. We went down to Auditorium Shores to hunt for Charmanders. It was the goal was to have a picnic, and then we would just walk around and collect Charmanders to the point where we could evolve to a, a Charizard. I know way Please too much. Please don't pronounce it like that. I know way. What, Charizard? What do you well, say? Well, you like your Charizard. Charizard. Just people, say Charizard. People are really up on or down on the way that I pronounce things. Well, you're like over-enunciated. You don't need to. You know what it is. Just say Charizard. People don't like the way I say... Star Wars? No. The queen. <laughs> <laughs> the the queen. They don't like the way I say hashtag. <laughs> they don't like the way, they, the way I say the queen's name on Game of Thrones. And oh, I right, say it the right. correct way. What's the queen's name? Cersei. Okay. And everyone says, everyone goes fucking ape shit on Twitter whenever we talk about Game of Thrones. They say, stop fucking saying her name is Cersei. Her Why name is, is Cersei. Why is it the correct way? What? Why is it the correct way? Because that's the way George R.R. R. Martin says okay, it. Okay, so he says it that way. There's interviews with him where he says Cersei, Cersei, okay, Cersei. Okay, then I agree with you on that. It's also a name that's... Cersei. I've never heard the name Cersei. I mean, they might... And if I have, it's spelled C-I-R-C-E. Not the way she spells her S-E-I at the end. Okay. okay. So you're no, at Auditorium Shores. Oh, they also got mad at me because I pronounced something else weird the other day, and I can't remember what it was now. They were very upset with me. Not saying Star Wars. <laughs> it wasn't Star Wars. <laughs> but it was like, and now John's mad at me for pronouncing Charizard. 
in a I, weird not way. Not impressed, just how I, you said it. Just Charizard. Charizard. Well, it's because it's Charmeleon. There's Stop. Charmander. <laughs> Charizard. Just let it flow right out of you, Vernie, okay? So we went and did that. So uh, JD and I, we had some summer sausage from left from that, which is basically like, I mean, it's Earl Campbell brand, but it's like that Pepperidge Farms like mm-hmm. sausage that you don't have to refrigerate for whatever reason. <laughs> and so we just tried like different ways of cooking that like with brown sugar. He found some weird method where you boil water along with it and a little bit of vinegar and then let it burn all the way down. And then that sears the sausage. It was actually pretty good. It wasn't bad. But I, still, I love doing that stuff, like making your own pizza dough, yeah. making your own pasta. It's like I, I didn't I could always cook for, for myself at an early age. Like when could you learn to cook your basic food for yourself? Gus. Last week? No, yeah. seriously. No. Um, uh, probably as a teenager. Really? Yeah, 14, I feel like 15, eight 40. years old, I was making myself eggs. I think I wasn't trusted I, around was the that yeah, I, 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 Same here. I, don't, I didn't start cooking until, I feel like, college. Really? And I was like, I made spaghetti. My cooking skills have not progressed since college. I make spaghetti and eggs and well, hey, I've got a service for you. And, and <laughs> there you go. And there you fish. Go. What do you do okay, with the fish? Okay, That's cool. it, yeah. So how do you make... Fish is so complicated to make. No, it well, isn't. Not. No, it isn't. No, not my fish. You have fish sticks? <laughs> what do you make? What do you make? You just get some fish that are raw. What it, kind of okay. fish? <laughs> what? Name a fish, Chris. <laughs> what are you eating? You name a name fish. of a fish. You go to the store and you give me fish. Sword? <laughs> Swords. Swords. Swordfish. You buy swordfish? That's, a, that's expensive. You just said name a fish I was thinking of. What fish, fish you cook? <laughs> Why are you going off the reservation for that? Uh, he's, he's continuing the theme of Chris talking salmon. about things he's never salmon. done. Salmon. salmon. There we go. You just buy fish. And then <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter what kind. God damn it. You buy it, it's a lot. It alive. matters a little bit. <laughs> I'm going go to the, I'm gonna go to the butcher and go to the fish section and go, I want sword. <laughs> no, no, just I, say, I, I want fish. I want to buy one fish, please. <laughs> and then I, I just, you know, I put it in a... I, what I do for cooking is I, I, whatever I'm cooking, I just put... um. Uh, like dressing on it, like salad dressing. You put like Italian salad dressing. Yeah, whatever dressing or I have. Ranch. Ranch. Sure. Yeah. Oh. Any. It's it's whatever whatever dressing I have. I just it's like I'm cooking fish or whatever it is. I'll just put dressing on it and then I'm like cook it. I'm like oh it's got it tastes like uh, so balsamic many vinegar. Do you put like Thousand Island on it? Sure. Like, Look, yeah. it's like you're back in the ocean <laughs> swimming amongst the islands. <laughs> yeah, because it, it it it's like all those flavors mixed together into one like, cool <laughs> sauce and then. <laughs> Chris, so what? Okay, I gotta okay, get water through the salmon. I don't normally ever eat seafood. If I go to your house, will you cook me fish? I really want to try. Do we have a fish cook-off with Chris and like nobody else? Yeah. Just Chris. Chris, you need to make us fish. I'll do that. I'll just give me a couple salad about, dressings. How about, how about a fish cook-off between Chris and Teddy, my eleven-year-old, and see who can make better fish? Can we get a Michelin star for a, a food truck? I don't know how it couldn't qualify. <laughs> I have no idea with that stunning recipe oh. of fish and dressing. <laughs> what kind of dressing? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. What I, kind I, of fish? <laughs> I would like well, you- sword with. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Well, because it, I can vary up my flavors by what dressing I. <laughs> so Chris, the fish. That's why the fish doesn't matter. Yeah. It all t- it just all that matters is the dressing. You gotta walk me through this whole thing. I gotta, so I gotta see this. I you gotta get see a this. piece of fish. You get a no, no. He gets a fish. You get fish. <laughs> doesn't matter what kind of fish. You come home and do what with it? Well, there's yeah. so many ways you can cook something. How do you cook this fish? Typically, what I'll do is I'll just put it in a pan, and then I'll pour dressing on it. <laughs> 
Okay, <laughs> and, and that's it, it. And then you eat it raw out of a pan. <laughs> <laughs> dressing on it. Like I'll put it. I'll put dressing on it, and I'll flip it over so it gets on both sides, and then I'll just cook it on the oven thing. So you're cooking on, on the, the stove top. <laughs> on so the, the stove top. The like top the stove. Top. Yeah. So you're that, basically like frying fish in a pan, basically. With dressing. dressing. Yeah. With dressings. And you put the dressing on as part of the cooking process. Cons- not after it's cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before, so it gets like cooked into it. You don't use any oil or anything, just like a nonstick pan? Sometimes I'll spray, uh, you know, spray the stuff on it. God. <laughs> the Pams. Pams. Pam, Pam. Pams. Uh, butter spray, whatever you call it. Someone please sign Chris up for Blue Apron. Please. <laughs> Someone just... I, I cannot wait to see the animated adventure version of this. <laughs> oh my it's probably God. that social disorder that they did when oh they're eating iguana <laughs> oh everything God. else. Oh, you know, I will not use that grill ever since Marcus cooked the iguana on it. <laughs> did you know you used the grill? Yeah, I, I used the grill during the steak-off. Yeah, but it's like, eh. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, iguana was really smelly. An iguana is an edible thing, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of people in the world who be happy to eat an iguana. I'll eat an iguana. They yeah, eat really? it in Australia. Sure. I'll try it. Did you see on Reddit there was a quiz that you could take that was 27 questions that had nothing to do with politics? Saw that. And they would determine where you fall on the political spectrum. I did not see that. I thought it nailed me. It did. I took it too. It got me pretty well. What, no, so I'm kind of curious. Where did it put you? I'll tell you where it put me. It put me pretty much dead in the middle, but like probably one or two questions to the left, more liberal. Yeah. Where did it put you? About the same thing. Probably a little bit further liberal than you. Yeah. But it, 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 it wasn't like, you know, 100% one way or the other. It, it landed in a pretty like accurate spot. But there were questions in there like, would you eat a monkey? Yeah. And I'm, I couldn't imagine what would be... I mean, if you said yes, do you believe that like any animal is like there for people to eat? Essentially, is that I said yes because I'm curious about how a monkey tastes. I'll eat a monkey. I would. I, I think I said I would eat a monkey in that too. Depends on what kind but of. But you wouldn't eat a person. I didn't. I would need a person. Name a yeah, monkey. This is an old argument. I'm yeah. bringing back. Uh, no, I would need a person. Bonobos. Bonobos monkey. I, I I feel like eating a monkey. I wouldn't want to eat a monkey. Uh, I would maybe if I was like really hungry or if that monkey was like a dick. <laughs> really, that's you all know? it takes. That monkey was a dick. <laughs> no, 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 no like, just Chris would know, never eat a, eat a monkey unless he was hungry. <laughs> yeah. Then he would eat a monkey. If I, I just mean, had I'm going to seek out monkey because I do think they're pretty smart and like they're. Ki- it's kind of like a. There we go. I might be willing to try eat. Yeah, and there was like there was degrees of like oh. how much you agreed. And so or, let me read this. Also, oh, see, there were entire set of questions where how much you were disgusted by the question. Yeah, the question is, I might be willing to try eating monkey meat. Under some circumstances, and the answers are truly disagree, mildly disagree, neutral, mildly agree, and strongly agree. I think I put strongly. We'll have to try that out later. I would do. I think I'd do. God, I don't know. Maybe neutral on that. I start, once I get too deep into these surveys, too, I start overthinking my own thought process. Yeah. Like, do, do I strongly agree with this or do I mildly oh, yeah. agree with this? It's like, I mildly. What will qualify for mildly? <laughs> so it's like I get lost in my own head on these dopey things. Um, we take a ton of tests for the Amazing Race. We take it. It was like a whole day. I haven't taken that many standardized tests since, like, high school. What percentile are you in? They wouldn't, they wouldn't <laughs> reveal any of the information to us. They asked us questions, though, about, like, how do you think you did on this test? How do you think you did on that? So it was interesting. Yeah, I yeah. hate when you get, like, customer service surveys that are like that, where it's like, 1 to 10, strongly disagree to strongly agree. It's like, I, 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 I don't want to do this. I just don't want to do this. When you, have, you ever, have you ever taken, like, a survey, like, at a restaurant when they leave, like, the surveys on the table? No, fuck oh, I do no. that a lot. Yeah, you take the surveys? Yeah, a lot of times you get like a free burger or something. Did you ever get anything free from that? Oh, yeah. Really? Chris Chris is a very frugal person. Chris, also, you're the one <laughs> just, you're the one critiquing the taste of the food at restaurants, <laughs> and you cook fish with... <laughs> not <laughs> enough dressing. dressing. No, I no, have no. A, this fish didn't have enough ranch on it. You can get a good cycle going where you get like free fries every time you go to a place or something. 
Yeah, because it, it, you'll get a you'll you'll fill, you'll 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 buy a burger, and then you'll be like, oh, like fill the way Chris describes it. You know, you get in your groove, <laughs> and you get like get in this good yeah, cycle, and, and you'll you'll buy a burger, and then it'll be like fill out this uh, you know survey, and you'll get a free fries next time you come. While I'm eating the burger, I'll fill out the survey, acquire new fries for the next time I come, yeah, and then get fries and a I've burger. Yeah, it's just in a constant cycle. Of fries. Where's the place where you get free fries? Can you say? Or are you on an NDA uh, <laughs> from I mean, your survey? The one that's coming to mind is Smash Burger. Yeah, Smash Burger is a lot. Smash Burger, yeah. I have... Why do they have different I, sizes of... Fr- oh, oh, yeah, you said Smash Burger, but maybe think of Five Guys. Why do they have different sizes of fries at Five Guys? What is that? The fries themselves or the serving Or like fries? servings. Like you can get like small, medium, or large. But in the end, it's just like, here's your fries, and then here's a bag full of fries. Yeah. Right? They, oh. just, they just pour like yeah. a shit ton of matter. french it fries matter. in there. Yeah. It doesn't matter. You never have to order anything other than small. I go to every burger place basically <clears throat> once and then go back to In-N-Out almost every time. Or Smash Burger, which I love Smash. What Not about, Smash Burger. What about P. Terry's? Shake Shack. P. Terry's is, I don't know if they have other places outside of Austin, but it always felt like our solution for not having In-N-Out. Yeah, And then once we got In-N-Out, it was like, okay. P. Terry's is still better than In-N-Out. I like In-N-Out's got better fries. Mighty Fine's better than the Mighty right. Fine's the best. In and Out does have better fries, but P. Terry's is closer to me. Yeah, same here. Um, before we get off of Chris's crazy frugalness, I was reminded the other day of a funny story about you and me um, about when, <laughs> when I got divorced. It was a very stressful time, as most divorces are. Fucking hilarious so far. Yeah, funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so when it finally ended and it was all over, Chris took me out. To, he wanted he I told him and he, and he wanted to take me out to get lunch or something to like I guess sort of celebrate the end of it fish dinner. <laughs> Chris took me to CC's Pizza. <laughs> what? Where really? we had where we ate the pizza buffet at CC's Pizza in midday in the middle of the week. See, I guess CC's Pizza, by the way, is just to be clear, <laughs> is like a two ninety nine buffet <laughs> of pizza, and pizza is. A relative, yeah. Right? yeah. It's, it's like, like pizza like substance. <laughs> they can't legally call it pizza. It is a pizza like. It's the kind of place when you're pie. in college, you, you Sunday you go to CC's and it's the best day of your life because yeah. you eat enough for the whole week. Essentially, you know, I I, th- I had a I had a good time. I don't know why. <laughs> I you enjoyed the company. Do you go to the CC's by the gym? No, it's the one. It's the one here by the office. Where's, where's this the CC's, CC's by, by the office? Yeah, it's so it's it's like a little hidden gym. Uh, <laughs> Where is it? <laughs> it's up. Uh, it's like towards go, yeah. where like the target is, like that direction. There's a CC's over there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll be damned. And uh, yeah, there was. It was. It was a good time. Yeah, it was. You know, I enjoyed pizza the company. And I salad. enjoyed the company. Yeah. That, by the way, that's the new thing that I do when I go out. It's pretty much since Pokemon Go that made me kind of discover this. Is now when I go out with people, one of the questions I always ask people in a group of like six or eight people, like a few couples, is. Where's a place in Austin to eat that you don't think other people know about? And try to find like little places. And the crazy thing was somebody mentioned a place and then Ezra took us to dinner there and then we went to a brunch there like the next day. So it was weird that I heard about this place and they ended up going there twice totally from Not somebody, connected. somebody else's suggestion. Yeah. But I mean, living in Austin so long now, it's like there's tons of restaurants, but at the same time, it's like I feel like I've been to all yeah, these I'm trying places. to make an effort where once a week I'm going to a restaurant I've never been to. That's yeah. good. That's a good and idea. I'm, I'm trying to, to see a bunch of new places. I went to a place around the corner from here called Dai Due. Is oh, that how you say it? Dai Du. Dai Du? Is that how you say it? Mm-hmm. Dai Du. And uh, that was good. The place is good. Hated it. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. What's wrong? What was, you, was, you, was it the beats? Uh, no, that was beets? fine. I had uh, some, kind, beets of, in what some I kind of steak like that was beets. Tell over, us more about the beets, I didn't like the beets. <laughs> 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 hashtag, <laughs> hashtag beets. <laughs> Jesus. 
So it beats um, a few more times? Uh, on an, it, I thought it was just too fancy. Like, it tried to be overly fancy for the sake of what it was. Especially if it like, felt like it was kind of in a strip mall a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I feel... So, I so feel it's yeah. like, sometimes I think uh, some places overcomplicate the food, and they try to make it, like, this new style of cooking. It's like, no. Oh. No. Now you make me want to take Gavin there, because Gavin would fucking hate that. I have a question. And it's a question I'm curious as a person who moved to Austin. Go ahead. Someone's coming into town, and you, they want to have Austin barbecue. Where do you take them? I would go to Micklewaite. Mickle what? Micklewaite? Yep. Never been there. It's, uh, it's really Good close choice. to Franklin's. Okay. Uh, I, the, obviously, I think the brisket's better at Franklin, but if you don't want to wait four hours in yeah. line, you go to Micklewaite, and they've got, they've got very good brisket, but they've got an awesome beef rib. Okay. Um, and I think the, the, the thing that separates Micklewaite from other barbecue places is they have really good sides. Usually, barbecue places are just about the meat, yeah. and everything else kind of sucks. Yeah. Micklewaite, it's all good. Chris? I go to Bill Miller's, but that's because it's oh close to Bill Miller's. Wait, 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 wait. Not because <laughs> just Bill Miller's. Bill Miller's. No, wait, 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 wait. I'm not Only, from Austin. Wait, wait, wait. I wait, wait. know that was a bad thing that to say. That is like, let me put in context for the audience. That's like, hey, Gus, uh, I got some people coming in town. We want to go to like a nice steak a place new, somewhere that serves beef. Where should we go? A nice steak place beef. that serves beef. Something that serves beef. Where should I'll we say, go? Well, I say if you want a great burger place, I'd, I got a burger place I can recommend. It's awesome. It's called McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. See, that's what I would do because I, I was gonna say Bill Miller's because it's really close to where I live, <laughs> and it's like it is the least amount of work for me. So now we're gonna be able to find out where you live just by this cross section of <laughs> CC's and Bill Miller's. They're but like pointing each of those chairs points at an arrow. Bill Miller's CC's. Chris is there. I will say this. Where I would take somebody who's coming in from out of town yeah. is, I think, a highly underrated place that a lot of people would probably put in the same category as Bill Miller's is Rudy's. I think Rudy's, 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 that's what, Rudy's, that's my go-to. Rudy's, Rudy's really has good. great barbecue. Yeah. They're they totally do. solid. Totally and it's good. consistent. Every time, you know it's going to be exactly like the last time you had it. And you know it. about how big the line's going to be. Yeah, that's you why might be off by like five minutes, mm-hmm. which is, for some reason, barbecue, Texas barbecue is mostly beef barbecue. And barbecue takes a long time to cook, and so as a result of that, barbecue places feel like you should wait in line for fucking ever. I don't know of a barbecue place where you just, like, walk up and order it. Rudy's, you can get that sometimes. Bill, Bill Miller's, because it's McDonald's. <laughs> well, Rudy's, they're just constantly back there cooking, cutting, cooking, cutting, cooking, Yeah, but cutting. I was, what's the logic there of, like, why do, like, even when you go to Salt Lake, you're waiting there two hours before you even get a table sometimes. You know, when you go to Franklin, you're in line for fucking five hours. Yeah. I've never done that. Because if I ever do that, you, you have permission to laugh at me. Yes, I, I will definitely laugh have at you. Have you ever waited in the Franklin's line? I did, but not the five hours. Like, there used to be a food trailer near my old house. Oh, right. And I would walk there all the time because it was like, oh, cool, yeah, I'm just going to get barbecue. And then it got popular. Yeah, is that what Mickle I used to go there before it was, before it was popular. Before oh. Knew about it. <laughs> here's, here's, a, uh, here's a place that you might not know about that's actually really good. It's up... We're, we're totally into like this like, local eatery thing. Go up Burnett. There's a place called Switch Style. Oh, I hate that place. Oh, do you really? Style Switch? <laughs> Style Switch. Is that yeah. what it is? Oh, God. That, that barbecue... Uh, they uh I once this got is probably a, piece a of bad sausage. time to bring up that today's podcast is also brought to you by <laughs> Switch Stop. Uh I had some and I brought it to go, I brought it back to my house and uh, I'm normally not a big sausage fan, but I was like I'm gonna try their sausage, I'm gonna try all the different barbecue that they've got. I picked up this piece of sausage and I bit it and there was so much grease in it that a stream of grease shot out and hit the wall opposite across from my <laughs> dining room table. Money shot. And the stain is still there. I cannot get this fucking grease stain Just out of my wall. It. I did. That's the grease what, stain came back through. It will do that. It will do that. Yeah, yeah you gotta I, prime I can't it. get rid of it. That's so impressive. I'm fucking mad at Style Switch for having greasy ass sausage so stain my wall. It has nothing to do with the actual food. Food wasn't that great either. I'd much rather go to Michael Waite. Michael okay. Waite's awesome. Okay. 
All right, well that's that's our tour of Austin bar. I'm just places. curious. Have you ever Food's a big thing. Somebody, big thing somebody awesome. comes in town. I'm gonna take him for breakfast tacos more than, before Where? I take him to barbecue. It's about anywhere uh, down south. We go to Taco Express. I love that place. Mm-hmm. Very classic Austin. It's like a bunch of junk used as art and like this huge lady statue. Um, Taco Deli's good. Dude, Torchies can't go wrong with Torchies. No, Torchies. Taco- no, 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 they they don't Go to go to Paco's Tacos. Pockets, ta- no. Pockets, Tyson's also. Pac- Sorry, we can get off this subject so we can stop talking about uh, local places. Uh, so I apologize. It's a, a throwback to old like <laughs> podcasts and all yeah, we yeah, do. Yeah. We'd have it right before lunch. So all we do is talk about <laughs> local eateries. Uh, I'm going to read one more thing, but I want to talk about when I'm done reading it. I want to talk about a documentary that uh, I watched over the weekend. Right. Uh, one reminder: when this episode of the podcast is brought to you by BrainTree Payments. By next year, maybe even next week, there could be a whole new way to pay. Maybe it will be the next Bitcoin or the next Apple Pay or, you know, who knows, maybe even both. Fortunately, Braintree's full-stack payment platform is easily adaptable to whatever the future holds, so you can adapt easily, too. Accept everything from Pounds to PayPal to that next big innovation from any device with just one integration. And when that new payment method comes out, you'll have all you'll have to do is update a few lines of code. No late nights, no complicated recoding, no stress about staying ahead of the curve. Braintree Payments is here to help. Learn more at braintreepayments.com slash roosterteeth. That's braintreepayments.com slash roosterteeth. You can set up and take payments right there using that website, using that URL. Thank you, Braintree, for sponsoring this episode of the podcast. So not having to do with the internet, uh, I watched a documentary. It was a, it was a Vice documentary over the weekend. about, And it's going to sound like I'm lying to you. It's going to sound like I'm making this up. It's about this area in the mountains of Peru where on Christmas Day, everyone in the village gets drunk, then they all come out into like the town square, and they all fight each other. Oh, I love it. And it's like, if you've had a grievance <laughs> with Christmas? someone... On Christmas morning. If you've had a grievance with someone during the year, you call them out in front of the whole village, and you fight. You so, gotta say why? No, you just call them out, you fight. So it's the purge? Uh, but they, they, they have rules, like you're not supposed to pull hair, you're not supposed to... You can it's only, in Peru, dude, it's called El Purge. You can only stomach. punch and kick, and you can't hit someone who's on the ground. So it's Wait, like, we're watching well, what if someone this? doesn't show up? What if someone doesn't show no, up? everyone's there. They go, they, like the crowd They're all in masks. goes through the village, pounding on all the doors, making sure everyone comes out. Oh, so everyone has to participate. Everyone is there. and uh, But does everyone have to fight? If you're called out, yeah, you have to fight. If it's oh, your man. first night, <laughs> yeah, <you have to laughs> fight. And, uh, so then, uh, so they go to a couple of different villages. And like that first, the video we just showed us from the first one, and it's kind of a festive mood. Like everyone's drinking and <laughs> having a party, and then every now and then there's like a fight, and it's just kind of like a couple of half-ass punches. But then they keep going further up the mountain, and they get to another village where it's fucking on. It's like there's like little kids fighting each other. Jesus, uh, there's women fighting each other. And is this something you want to implement? In That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> It's, it's, like, are we going to have, like, is April 1st, like, our birthday, also our get your beef out day? Yeah, we should. And it's like, and that's it. You're, whatever, whatever problem you had, you're done. It's okay. settled. It's over. You got you to gotta okay. let go of that shit. Yeah, but nobody does. I mean, next, next year you're beating the guy because he beat your ass. That's what you're going to be like. I'm like, I'm a rematch. <laughs> you have to wait a whole year, though. And then yeah. That guy's, yeah, but then that guy's mad because, like. You can only fight so many people. So you got to really prioritize who you're mad at. I can fight a lot of people. <laughs> it depends on how the first one goes. You pick them, right? Will you fight can you me, pick? Bernie? Can you go? Bernie, yeah, you pick who you're fighting. Fight. We we used to, to, can you do more? We can do one. like a ring and get like gloves so. and stuff. But I don't know. That's like, like a bad idea. What if I you're like that you, guy, Bernie. this guy, this guy? All y'all come at once. We were gonna have for an immersion. We were gonna have that's right. Michael and Gavin do training exercises from the MMA video game, and then like get in the ring with an MMA fighter. Yeah. Holy crap! Nope, <laughs> I would not do that. We we figured a boxer would be bad because a boxer could actually like 
give you brain damage. And an MMA fighter, it'll be so fast, it'll just like really hurt, and you get all banged up, but you'll probably won't have like any long term effects. Well, that's like when they did that on Jackass with like the female <sighs> kickboxing champion. That Asian lady who yeah. just kicks. Uh, I she think took she, her knee right through his skull. She kicks. Uh, um, oh God, what's the name of the guy that died? Not Jeff Tremaine. Um, Ryan Dunn. She kicks Ryan Dunn Dunn in the uh, stomach, <laughs> and it's just like it looks like one of the most brutal but things. There ever. was that. Uh, MMA fighter who got his face shattered recently. Was Dude, it that Cyborg? was fucked up. Yeah, the guy like Joe Rogan posted that. him in the face, and then the guy who won like threw a pokeball, acting like he was catching him. But the guy who got kneed in the face like posted his X-ray of his face to Twitter. Wow, and it is just like shattered, like pieces. Yeah, uh, from where the the knee hit him in the face. Patrick, I took a. Uh, is that an illegal from- move or something? No. No, just happens just, when yeah. you hit someone hard enough. I took something from Twitter. Somebody had a picture of Chris in the kitchen. They uh, sent it to us. Do you have that? <laughs> I sent it to you on instant message, so see if you can find that. What, an instant message? I sent it to Patrick via instant message. What's, what do you mean, like a- AOL instant message? Yeah. So the, you still use AIM? No, I don't. I sent, I sent it to you on MMS. Is that better? Is that better? I was just wondering. I texted it to you. Okay. I was just curious. Hey, don't be so like defensive. You don't be defensive. <laughs> That's a skull? Yeah. I'm showing Chris the, the x-ray. That's not good. Skull should not look like that. Yeah, there should not be that many pieces. <laughs> Skull should be different. <laughs> There's Chris in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> you got Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. That's oh, my. man. So it's just me yelling at myself. The fish needs the more fucking The fucking fish dressing. needs more fucking dressing. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, so yeah, I, I, I don't want to move to, to Peru. Yeah. Long, long going, going back. Before long that, you were ready to but go to Peru. The, um, the, the, the story, they talked about the history of it. It was really interesting. I guess, like, this region... In, uh, is there a history behind people getting drunk and beating each other up? Is there really a history? Like, there is. There's some rich, noble rich story They, they talk this. about how it's an area that resisted occupation and has resisted occupation for many years. Like when the Spanish conquered South America, uh, they could not conquer that part of Peru because the people just fought them so vigorously. And before them, when I want to say it was the Incas were were conquering that whole area, the Incas never captured that area. Really? And to this day, people in that area... They, they can speak Spanish, but they still have their own dialect, like the own language that they've held on for thousands of years now, that they don't speak anywhere else. I like these people. Just because anybody who shows up on Christmas Day, they're going to fuck them up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a real, and then, like, it's just a real, I don't know, a real, it like. It seemed like a lot of people. When you said a village, I'm thinking, like, there's, like, 40 people. No, no. It's a huge it's festival. Like several thousand people. Yeah, all, all, they're wailing on each other. It's, it was fucking crazy. Who would you fight? Who would I fight? Like, at Rooster Teeth? Yeah. Christmas Day. Man, I don't know. I'd probably fight Brandon. Really? Yeah. Just because the entire he's, production he's, staff. He's, he's been annoying laughing. me a lot lately. Would you wear a mask? I'd fight Brandon. <laughs> yeah, I'd wear a mask. I'd wear a mask. <laughs> I discovered. Who could it be? <laughs> I, I discovered recently that when we did, we shot a uh, a immersion at RTX, and I discovered that uh, at this immersion that I can tell a lot of the people in this company even if they're masked or in disguise or like that, just from their walk. Sure. You couldn't tell me, I bet. I totally uh, could tell no, you. No, no, no. I did that. I, I did the the, the uh, sponsor-only version of the immersion. I, I had I had a fucking good disguise. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. I was there. I yeah. saw you immediately. No, you did not. <laughs> <laughs> Who was in that one with you for the sponsor one again? Um, Who else did it was with you, you in, for the sponsor one? It was Michael and Gavin were in the main one. Me and Bruce. Oh, it was Bruce. Bruce, Bruce. right. Bruce. Because we did it, we did it during RTX. Yeah, um, it was fun. That was a lot of fun. Who would you fight, Bernie? Yvonne, probably. She's <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's she's our she's our CFO. <laughs> uh, 
I don't know. I don't think there's anybody that I would. Um, you have you to. Gotta, you gotta. You, you gotta fight to. I do? Do I have to choose you somebody? To. Is that part of the deal? That, that's what I you have told me. your head. Who are you going to fight? <sighs> you can say me. I'll fight you. No, nah, I wouldn't fight Aww. you. She's scrappy. I want somebody I can <laughs> hopefully beat. You could beat. You, you'd beat me. I guess it's um, the balance of who you're... You want to fight and who you, you think know what? You yeah, I tell you what, I'd fight. I would fight Alan Abdeen because I think that no matter what happens at the end of it, like he's the guy that would be able to walk away from it. I think Alan would wreck you. Oh, you do? Yeah. All right, now I want to fight Alan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think yeah, I think Alan Abdeen because I feel like I feel like we're similar sizes, similar, you are similar age, size, similar builds. similar age, and I feel like we could just go at it, and then the, uh, whatever happens, happens. That's it. You know, just yeah. It sounds like we're having sex by the end of that, but that's not at all. We go bouldering together. We go bouldering. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, wait, I, I asked you before the podcast, I was asking if you would ever go bouldering, and you and, and I assume You said rock climbing. It, well, he's... Oh, my God. So Can t- I say bouldering? Can I say rock climbing? D- Who fucking cares? Does bouldering mean indoors? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Were you, the place w- is called Austin... Were, were yeah. you indoors? <laughs> you were there. It was indoors. Okay. So it's an indoor rock climbing wall. Yeah. So it's like an outdoor thing, but it's indoors, so you would I love that. I didn't climb any rocks. I climbed indoor... Th- Bouldering Boulders. is a form of rock climbing is performed without the use of ropes or harnesses. There you go. It's an actual thing. You I did was it without ropes? Thing. Yeah. Well, because it's, it's indoors. There's like mats and stuff, and it's only like 10 feet high. No, uh, you go up about... I mean, there's some that... Were, you go up like 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, there were some that were like at least like 15, 20. Oh, man. That's a, that's a fall. You fall from that. That's serious. Probably. Yeah. You ever watch some of those little bouldering like finals that they have? They like post the speed, clips from? Speed climbers? Cra- it's crazy. They're, they're, like, they're just like... They're in constant motion. They're inhuman. They're inhuman. It's 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 nuts. Couldn't it's, do it. It drives, it drives me insane. It. No, no. Wait, but you said you couldn't do it. You wouldn't do it because of the physical activity. Now you're saying you couldn't do it. You, why couldn't you do it? Just I, there's no way I could I could lift myself up like that. Okay, so you mean just actually you couldn't accomplish the right. physical a- activity of it? Right. I think you'd be able to get up some of the the easier ones. The ones that are like at a slope where you can <laughs> slowly yeah, go like up. Yeah, they're like color coordinated, and there's like a certain color that's easier to go up, and then a certain color that's harder. There's like ones where you have to be upside down. Those yeah, are insane. I'm not doing that. But okay, so, so you said, but your answer was because you said you wouldn't do it because of physical activity. Have you, um, but, and on this discussion about the fighting, have you ever been in a situation where you've actually wanted to fight someone? I wanted to punch someone this weekend. I don't know if that counts. What did, like, what just, did you, like, just like you wanted to, to surprise clock them? Yeah. It's, it's going to sound so dumb if I explain it. You don't want to explain it? I was, um, I was at a coffee shop on Sunday, I think. As you, the common places for fights. And I, I went there. I was just going to, I just ordered a cup of coffee. It was in the morning. I was going to take it uh, back to my place and drink it. So I ordered my coffee and I look for a place to sit down and wait while they, you know, they brew it. And uh, I say, oh, there's an open chair. So I sit down and so there's a chair and there's like a little side table here. Mm-hmm. And on the side table is uh, an issue of the Chronicle. Mm-hmm. So I'd like, I'm like, oh, okay, cool. There's a chair. So I just sit down and there's a, the chair next to me is empty. and It's got like a bag in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, I guess someone's sitting there. So I sit down. I'm sitting down for like 30 seconds. I pull my phone out to look for Pokemon because there's a Pokestop nearby. Mm-hmm. As you do. And um, so I hear someone behind me go, ooh, uh, hey, um, I'm actually sitting there. That's, mm-hmm. that's my seat. He goes, uh, that's my issue with the Chronicle. You see, I left it right there. I was like, oh, okay. So I stood up to leave. I was going to give him a seat back. Like, Sounds that's, normal. It's bullshit, by the way. Yeah. That, that's not Magazine how you claim a seat. On the seat. Whatever. I'm like, that's fine. You want the seat? I'm just waiting for my coffee to leave. And the uh, guy looks at me, and he sees I'm playing Pokemon. He goes, oh, don't worry. There's Pokemon over there. I was like, what kind of fucking thing is that to say to me? <laughs> what? I wanted to punch him right in his fucking teeth. <laughs> Jesus. Like, don't worry. There's move- Pokemon over there. Like, he's talking down to me. Like, like, that was why you were upset. Right. Like, I'm not even upset. I was fine with the guy until he said, don't worry. There's Pokemon over there. Don't fucking belittle what I'm doing, asshole. 
local Austin man punches another man. I was so fucking that would have made me mad too, though. I'm with you on that. It's, it's kind of condescending. It's, it's super. It's, it's yeah, absolutely. It's just oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry, your little Pokemon are they're everywhere. Yeah, they're you don't have like, to sit here. To like oh cool, thanks for letting me know. I didn't know that there were Pokemon over there. <laughs> What a fucking dickhead. Dude, I, I, I started to tell this story. You should have been like, there are chairs over there, too. I, I thought about <laughs> it. I really did. Uh, I started to tell a story on a podcast a long time ago, but I talked about running into the rare bird, which was the Austin asshole, when you run into like a just an in-your-face kind of weird asshole. Mm-hmm. And I ran into a guy like that, and we were down off of South First Street. You know the trailer park where uh, Torchy started? Mm-hmm. Food trailers? We were there, and I forget, we were in line for that place that sells the cake shakes, which is probably the greatest thing ever. They take a shake, an ice cream shake, and they put a slice of cake in it, and then blend it up. Interesting. Oh, my God. No, I have not. Oh, my God. It's so good. Where is this? Uh, It's it's like South South First, just uh, south of uh, uh, Barton Springs Road. You know where the splits, where Riverside splits with Barton Springs? What's it called? Uh, It's called Cacao, I think. All right. I'll look it up for you. Holy Cow. cow. Right. Holy Cacao. Holy cacao! Holy cacao! Is that this? Thank you. On there next Sunday. Knows everything. I like the fact checking over here. But the uh, they have a red velvet and vanilla cake shake. Red velvet's bullshit. What? Red velvet is bullshit. Bullshit. Food coloring. Kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, doesn't matter. It tastes good. I'll punch it in the mouth. Anyway, it's long story (laughs) short. So the chocolate cake. Oh, there is. There's a cake shake. Look at that. They have blended a. We're showing a picture of it right now on the monitors. Uh, They blended a cake into a shake. Oh, I've seen that sign. Yeah. I'm gonna need to go. I'm sure you have. That's where you go there just to get that. And they have cake balls, which, by the way, is basically just cake batter covered in chocolate. Yeah, I know that. Pretty good. Pretty good. Very moist. It is. All right. Anyway, the the story's going nowhere fast. Basically, I was in line. (laughs) Beats. (laughs) I was in in line, and I was with the kids, and I I think Ashley was there, too. And uh, it was a while ago. And uh, the guy behind me was with a girl, and a I was talking to the kids and I turned around and the guy asked me a question. The kids were talking to me and the guy asked me a question and I was like, I was like, hold on a second. I said, what? And he goes, he goes, do you know what, where, where these started or something like that? I can't mm-hmm. remember what the fucking question was. And I was like, oh, I said, I don't know. They went, whatever. And she, and I turned back around, was talking to the kids and I heard the girlfriend say, what did he say? And the guy goes, he goes, I don't know. He goes, that's what's happened in this town. These assholes come in from California and they think they own the place. And I turned around and I go, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> I was, uh, some about that just absolutely infuriated me. And I pulled the whole, uh, like, I asked him, I said, I said, how long have you lived in this fucking town? And he goes, oh, uh, I, didn't, I wasn't talking about you. I go, who are you talking about? And he goes, oh, you just, you look like, you look like a guy that I know who's from California. So I thought you might be that guy. And I go, you're a fucking idiot. And the girlfriend like turns and walks away. And like, I got my food. I got everything. I fell back because my kids were there. I'm cussing at this guy. We got our food and everything. I literally, after we left, I walked by the girl, go, your boyfriend's an asshole. Like, just like, <laughs> just like walking away. I was, something about that guy just fucking infuriated me. That's, I am you know? so aroused right now. Wait till Christmas yeah. Day and call him out in front of the city of Austin and be like, the long center in front down by Auditorium Shores. It's so weird because I talked about running into the Austin asshole on a previous podcast, but I didn't get, you know, we get derailed and don't, yeah. don't finish something that we start. And I've had people like ask me about the guy that I met that was an asshole for years. And it's like, the story just came up again. That's so it. yeah, it's, it's infuriating. But that's like literally one of the only bad experiences I've had in Austin in 20 years of living here. Like yeah, just so you've lived here longer than just about anyone. Well, not, I mean, not. <laughs> well, I mean, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, the Burns, I, they, they founded Austin. No, it was, no, no. It was, but I, I mean, I mean that in the sense that, like, 
I, I've lived in Austin for over ten years now, and at pe- when I tell people that, they're like, "I came oh. here in 1990. I came to Austin." Yeah, and people are like, "Oh my God, you lived here forever." I'm mm-hmm. like, "Well, Gus was in. When did you come here? 95." Um, I was born here, lived here when I was a kid, moved away. Important distinction. Moved back when I was uh, moved back in '98. '98. Um, I, so seems I like it was earlier than that. Every weird thing. Okay, please. Uh, on on a date, right? Chris has one of those smiles that lets me know that Not, something bad is about to happen. Oh, I was looking at this pillow. This pillow. I love Hitler as a verb, and it made me thought. It made me think of a date. Um, just gonna settle. Made you this think story. of a date? Uh, so I, I was like on, a date in history or a date with a person. <laughs> date with a person that happened on a date in so history. So I, I, I was on a date at some point, and um, <laughs> in Nazi Germany. <laughs> And I, I, so I, you know, I listened to a lot of audiobooks and I'm listening to while you're on dates. I got, I got, I got, I got to slow your story down for just one second. I promise. I got to know how did the date happen? Like, did you see this person? You asked them out. Was it someone that you knew? Like, how does how does that magic work for you? This is a person I met. Okay, in person. A person you met in person. Person I met in person. Started talking. Hung out. You met a person. You met a person in person from talking. Were you talking at like at a party or like at a coffee shop? It's like a park type thing. And so park then, type thing. So then like, I'm the girl. What's a, what's a park type thing? At what thing? point in our conversation are you like, I'm going to ask her out on a date? It was, we hung out for a bit, and I'm like, oh, you know, goodbye. Uh, and then I, uh, the point of goodbye is like, hey, well, we should, you know, let's like be friends on Facebook or something and then from there kind of talking like hey let's go grab a drink or whatever okay, okay. so you okay. asked her out over Facebook after you got to know her in person yes okay great thanks like, oh, I'm just curious anyway so you know I listened to a lot of audiobooks I'm currently that was magical by the way I want to fuck you at this point so. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead thought it was you uh, in here but anyway I listen to audiobooks I'm, I'm really into history so I'm doing one right now on uh, Hitler and World War 2 it's like an it's like you know it's like a anyway so I've been hearing a lot of audiobook about Hitler and at some point during the date Hitler came up we're talking about Hitler okay how did Hitler come up guess how do you think Hitler came up um, they were talking about things that they have in common things that they hate that they both hate Hitler that's yeah, an easy I starter mean, it's easy to talk about how much how big of a dick Hitler was right right yeah, right. Yeah. And you're finding so, common ground I I don't know I don't, I don't remember specifically hey I saw since we're friends on Facebook I noticed you don't like Hitler on Facebook <laughs> that's you know in Facebook so, they have like your likes and dislikes down at the bottom Hitler was down there yeah so anyway we were talking about Hitler but then um, I, it, it was a weird thing where we were in the discussion about Hitler I, she, it was a weird thing John it was a weird thing in the discussion about Hitler on the first date uh she kept saying things that she kept like, mi- like saying what? Let's think- stop talking about Hitler. <laughs> <laughs> she kept saying, I don't know, something like Sig Heil. Yeah. I'm not quite sure. No, what it was just like, do you hate? No, no, it was just things where like she would say little things that weren't correct, and I kept having to like correct her. About- so you're like a fan of Hitler? <laughs> like <laughs> that's how I felt. Uh, actually, let me mansplain some better <laughs> shit that, to you. And that's and it kept having. It's like I had to stop myself from correcting facts about Hitler because I knew too much because <laughs> I just listened to this audio book about World War Two, and I would be like. It was one of those things where we were talking about, like, Hitler and his kids. I'm like, she was talking about, oh, yeah, you know that none of his kids actually ended up having, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, none of his kids had other kids. I'm like, actually, I don't think Hitler had any kids. And I had to, like, correct, you know, about that. <laughs> you knowing- said actually. <laughs> or actually. <laughs> and then later. Actually. Th- there were a couple other things. So right? you're sandbagging your Hitler knowledge 
so you don't seem like a like you're kind of being like a Hitler hipster, where <laughs> yeah. you don't, you don't want to seem like you know I, too I didn't much. Wanna, I, yeah, I was like, I don't know how much, I, but I also was like, I want to correct, I wanted to correct the Hitler mistakes. Can't have misinformation <laughs> out there about Hitler, Chris. Don't we all? You don't can't. we all? And then and then I I had to stop myself, and I'm like, anyway, the point of the conversation was, on a date, do you correct someone if they say things that are incorrect? Only if it's about Hitler. John, we're gonna role play. I'm gonna play the girl. Okay. You ask me how the date was. Oh, like ask you how yeah, the date Yeah, I just got went? back from the date with Chris. How'd it go? Hey, Bernie, how'd the date go? Oh, that guy was crazy. Hey, do you want to go out <laughs> to uh, get her hair done? <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. That's how that story went for her, Chris. <laughs> Took her two seconds to explain to her friend, you're a fucking lunatic. <laughs> He's like, like, really she was like, I don't want to talk about it. Can we go do something? <laughs> just, but it's like, I could, you know what? Never mind. We're just, we're, we're going to leave. <laughs> yeah, I shouldn't talk about Hitler on dates. I mean, that's. How'd it go? Um, Second date? Not yet. <laughs> Is this recently? No. <laughs> so you say not yet. It was three was years ago. It was three years ago. <laughs> no, you never know. <laughs> if you dig your way out of the hole in my backyard, yeah, we'll go on a second date. Oh, sure, man. why not? I love that eternal optimism, Chris. I'm just going through all my first dates and feeling a lot better about it right so, now. Um, you know, we were talking about movies earlier, and I meant to bring this up. How do you get most of your dates? Tinder. Okay. Sorry, guys. Go ahead. No, it's fine. Um, so, the Suicide Squad movie. Yeah, coming out this weekend. Suicide Squad. People very strong opinions about it. I know it's nothing. Not yet. I know nothing about comics. I've said this many times. I know nothing about Suicide Squad. John, you know about comics, right? I do know about comics. Do you know about Suicide Squad? I do know about Suicide Squad. Bad guys who do good stuff. How do they motivate bad guys to do good stuff? They what's, the, what's the potential downside for them? Two things. One, they're well in the comic. They are working off a life sentence. So they by doing these they're missions. They're working off. A, Okay. By doing these missions, it reduces their sentence. Um, and two, they put nanite bombs inside of them. Okay. So, so back like, to the nanite bomb is more so not so they do the mission. It's so that they don't go and kill escape. people or run away on the mission. But it's mostly it's like, hey, you have done a heinous crime that would never get you out of jail ever again. Um, we'll let you get some of your energy out and even maybe get to kill some people by doing like black ops missions that we can't have superheroes be doing. And we can't have them seen be doing stuff. And then um, they also have the potential to leave jail. They have potential to leave jail. Uh, Marvel has the exact same thing with a team called Thunderbolts. So they both have done it. Both yeah, they're not making a movie about that one. I like Thunderbolts kind of a little better than Suicide Squad. I hope they make a movie out of... What's the Marvel comic they had where the people who clean up after superheroes destroy a city? Oh, I can't remember what it's Damage called. Damage Control? Yeah. It, there's a name of the company is what they are. Damage Inc., right? Or yeah, something? I think it might yeah. be Damage Inc. Um, but Damage Control is the name of the comic. Okay. What's that? We got control rooms yakking. What? It's that's gonna, right. Oh, it's going to be a Netflix right. series. There There's so many comic book Netflix series now. I can't keep up. Well, it's, it's an easy place to pull for adaptations. Like, it used to be books is where you got all your adaptations, but, like, comic books are... There's just so much shit. Like, I haven't seen Jessica Jones or The Flash I mean, or yeah. any of that stuff. Or Daredevil. And now, that, now they're going to be the Defenders? Yeah. Like, there's this whole other... Well, that was the whole plan. It was kind of like how Avengers was the plan with the MCU. Uh, Daredevil, Jessica Jones, uh, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist were all to lead up to Defenders. Did you and I have the big long discussion about Mrs. Marvel? Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel, sorry. Thank you. That she's Carol Danvers, right? Yeah. And then this blonde lady. But then there was a black Miss Marvel at some point. Like, she was part of the West Coast Avengers. Well, there's, there's nobody ever seems to remember her. Well, there's been like there's been like different versions of like a lot of superheroes. But they act like Miss Marvel's been the same Miss Marvel the whole time. Am I misremembering this? Right. Is well, it there's Captain e- Marvel? well, there's even like a Miss Marvel right now that is that is uh, uh, Kamal is her name. Yeah, she's a little I think Pakistani. Kamala Khan. 
I think I think that's her nationality. Um, and she's Miss Marvel because someone Ms. corrected me that said now. Captain that, Danvers. that Miss Marvel has never been anything but Carol Danvers the entire time. I, 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 I looked that. up Miss Marvel. Thor's been a frog. Everyone's been something. I see Carol Danvers, Sharon Ventura, Carla Sofin, Kamala Khan. Okay, fair play. The person who corrected me is a jerk, and he's moved back to California. Yeah, that's what I heard about that just, guy. Just wrong. So, I mean, people are upset about that trailer. Uh, Why are they upset I, about Suicide Squad? What is it that's making them upset? I think people don't like... It's the whole thing. People don't like Jared Leto as Joker. I saw a great... Yeah, there's never been a bad Joker. I saw a, a great gift set um, of, of Will, uh, Will Smith in an interview, and they were talking about, you know, the weird gifts that Jared Leto gave to people because that's been a thing people talk about. And it's Will talking about how he's like, he's like yeah, I got a, a pig with its, like, you know, throat cut. And that's what was given to me. And the interviewer was like, well, what did you, how did you respond? And his response was like, I texted him like, hey, dude, this is just acting for me. And like, I was like, that's actually a really good response because yes, that is stupid. What is Jared Leto doing? <laughs> like, I love the idea of people saying like, and I guess they're even, they're even uh, uh, criticizing Heath Ledger, but they're like, how has Mark Hamill played Joker for 20 years and hasn't gone crazy or, you know, done something dangerous or suicidal? And the answer is because well, he's acting. It's not. It's not like him, you know? And I'm like, yeah, that's true. Like, Jared Little doesn't need to do that to get into the character of Joker. He doesn't need to be walking around New York City testing laughs out on actual people to see which one gets the crazy reaction. It is good publicity, but it's also just a crazy fucking person. Hmm. That being said, I'm excited about the movie. I want the movie to be very good. PG-13 seems like... uh, Seems like 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 it should be an R. Yeah. Well, because in the comic book, they kill everybody. And there's like, and they like, and then the one that they're basing this on is the one I think that came out in the, the DC New 52. There's literally a character that instead of like the, instead of Croc, there's this character called King Shark. And he's constantly biting people's heads off and ripping them in half, and it's just gore and stuff. So I don't, I don't know. I guess they're going to really file it down to make it a PG 13. Hmm. You think it'll do well, box office? I hope I so. I don't know. I, I, I think so, but it seems like everything box office is not doing that well this year. We, I made a prediction that this is when I thought that people could. If anything could put an end to the superhero run of like successes, like the streak that they have going, this might be it. I think it will do, regardless of whether or not it's good, it'll do great the first week. You know, like, it'll, yeah. like people, I th- there's enough talk about it, enough hype. It's been t- overhyped. What I do think, you mean the end of the streak? There's been bad superhero movies before. Like I mean, poorly performing ones, though. What's, what's the last poorly performing superhero Green movie? Green Lantern. That was, that was a while like, ago. That was like dude. 10 years ago. The okay. Ryan Reynolds one? Okay, but I'm saying that that's like, there's been bad ones. I'm talking since like the Marvel like when was Green Lantern released? Well, there hasn't been any bad. Would you Marvel not admit ones. they were on a hell of a streak with? Uh, they are a hell of a streak. Successful. I, just, I thought you meant like there hasn't been one yet. Oh no! I mean, I'm, there's Tank Girl, fucking Blade Eight or whatever. There was Howard made. the Duck. Howard the Duck, dude. People got so excited about him in Guardians of the Galaxy. I could not be any less. Why excited is about anybody that. trying to make anything else with Howard the Duck? It's, it, no, it's because it's like it, it's the inside joke thing. It's, it's inside like, joke. It, I agree it's like that. oh, I know, I remember that. <laughs> no, Green Lantern was 2011. Not that long ago. There five years go. ago. Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four. Oh, Fantastic oh Four. Did poorly. Thank you. I finally watched that movie. I finally watched the new Fantastic Four on a flight to L.A. I was like, I'm finally going to watch it. It was recently, and because I was like, it's been. I've heard it's bad, but I just I want to see it. Um, I was on the flight, and when I got to the point in the movie where they finally got their powers, 
Not even an action sequence. They just finally get their powers. It was 50 minutes into the wow, movie. Wow, really? And I was like, really? 50 minutes in a superhero origin story movie, and they don't even have their powers, much less done an action sequence. In the comic, what is it, like page three? That's it. That's Yeah, they go up in the fucking ship, and then they get hit with rays and become weirdos. They come down, they have the whole thing with the crash ship, and they're like, what? Yeah. And they let me help you, yoink, and the arm goes out and everything. So bad. That movie was just I, I heard you wreck. also loved uh, The Killing Joke. Killing Joke was a piece of shit. Yeah. Whole fucking thing. Anybody? Uh, Look at John just shitting all over your podcast dreams. It's, it's, it was a bad movie. If you like was, comics, this is not the podcast for you. Apparently, get out of here. What do you mean? There've been good movies. Civil War was fantastic. Was there a bad Joker in Killing Joke? Killing Joke was is fifty three percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It should be lower. Is, um, was the Joker bad? Hamill performed <clears throat> his lines well. Okay, that's about the best I can say. People get really upset every time they cast a new Joker. There's never been a bad Joker. Like, no one ever said, that guy should not have played the Joker. And I think the same will come true with Jared Leto. I think people come out of Suicide Squad and they'll go, actually, I was went in expecting to hate Jared Leto, and he was one of the best things about the movie. I actually like Jared Leto. You're going with low expectations, right? No. You know, that's me in the motorcycle. He's my motorcycle from Star Trek. That's what Jared Leto is as the Joker. I just, there's never been a bad Joker. The character itself is so fucking goofy that if you've suspended the disbelief that a, this like murderous clown can be threatening and interesting, then you're going to be okay with however anybody interprets that. Is there a Joker yet in the Gotham TV series? Isn't there uh, a Joker? I don't. I haven't seen it. If there is, I don't know, if isn't that they're all teenagers? The I Gotham series. I don't watch that show. It's stupid. Well, then why do you ask? <laughs> John hates everything. I hate everything. How do you feel about the Flash showing up in the Justice League trailer with blue stuff around him? It's like fine. Blue energy. I, I like the Justice League trailer. I'm actually someone who, I will admit, Batman v Superman was a bad movie. I enjoyed it still. I think you, I think sometimes you can enjoy bad movies, and I and and so I, I actually went and saw it twice in theaters. Enjoyed it even more the second time, and so when the the Justice League trailer and the Wonder Woman trailer came out, I got excited about both of them. I, I love uh, uh, what's the guy who plays the Flash, Ezra Miller. Um, that scene felt very similar though to me with Tony Stark and Peter Parker in Civil War, which by the way, Civil, you should go see Civil War just for Spider Man. That's worth it. Okay, uh, I think it's the best. Maybe not the best Spider-Man, but definitely the best Peter Parker. Okay. You know, like, it's the best Spidey, I think, that's ever been in a movie before. Agreed. Yeah. Um, no, I'm excited about Justice League. And, and I think Ezra's going to do a great job. I think he's got a good, um, a good like, little attitude that he's going to bring to it. Yeah. So, so, talking about trailers. We often mention the podcast things that change over time. And you don't realize when they, they change on the internet. Mm-hmm. And look up. When was the last time, if I said, hey, there's a Suicide uh, Squad trailer out, where do you go to watch that? YouTube. When was the last time you went to Apple.com slash trailers? It's wow. been a while. But that would I be remember the, I used to do that. Everybody did. You would always go to the Apple website to watch trailers. And at some yeah. point, that just turned off. The traffic for Apple.com slash trailers must have plummeted over the course of the last like five years. I would, I would love to see a graph on that. They'll That's never funny. release it. But yeah, that used to be the destination for trailers. Now, nobody I know goes to Apple.com That's to watch weird. trailers. HTTP colon slash slash you couldn't um, Im- could you embed Apple.com no. trailers in anything? No. I think that was a big thing then. Because in our like in like I follow a lot of film blogs and that's how you embed a trailer is that you yeah, put them, you that's do it probably that it. I'm They're actually really, really happy because they did something pretty shitty, I felt like, very early on, which was they were a destination for people to go to watch trailers. And they got the Phantom Menace trailer. Was it Phantom Menace or it was, was it Clone it, Wars? It was Phantom Menace. Was Phantom Menace. They got the Phantom Menace trailer mm-hmm. and in order to watch the Phantom Menace trailer, either at a certain resolution or at a certain time, a certain resolution, you had to download QuickTime Pro and buy QuickTime Pro to watch it, which wow. you're paying to watch a commercial, basically, yeah. for something else. I used to have How such, many copies did you buy? 
I bought. I paid for QuickTime Pro, dude. I've it was never, fucking Star Wars. Never paid. There's been Quick no Time. Star Wars shit in like 20 years. I was gonna do anything I could to watch Star Wars stuff. I remember a time when I had internet that was so bad, but I wanted to watch trailers at their highest resolution. That instead of like loading the trailer up and waiting for it to buffer or something like that, on Apple trailers you could download the trailer, yep. mm-hmm. and that's how I watched it because I'd, I'd set up like that's like the first four years of Red versus Blue you just described. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I did with Red versus Blue. Download, download Red it. Blue. Yep. Yeah. I have CDs at home of Red versus Blue. I'm going to say this because I already bought my tickets. Maybe I should wait because you guys might want to go and tickets are still available. Say it. Homestar Runner is having a 20th anniversary party in Atlanta. I saw that. During Dragon Con. And they're selling. I'm really excited about it. I'm going to go to that thing. I and you didn't I, invite me to go with you? Well, uh, FOMO. You know, I didn't. I did not. I thought we were <laughs> friends, Bernie. I bought extra tickets and then I'm significant waiting. others piled on and were like, I would like to go as well. I'm waiting. Jordan, Jordan Swears and I are very big Homestar Runner fans. Oh, yeah. So we bonded over that. He said it to me today. So it's actually not my thing. It's John's thing. I can't. Jordan's thing. What did I say? John? Sorry. I was looking at John. So you're so it's, beautiful. It's, a, it's a Star Wars thing. I'm, dude, I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired. I have such a long day tomorrow and I'm so tired. We're shooting Million Dollars Butt tomorrow. I mean, how does that work? I have such a long day tomorrow and I'm tired. No, I'm tired today and I'm not looking forward to tomorrow because tomorrow's going to be such a long day. So but that's what I'm fun. saying. It's all, all fun right. stuff. Well, let's, let's wrap this up then. Okay. Uh, that was easy. That Normally he fights, he fights me. That's really weird. Uh, I want. I do want to mention. He's saving uh, it for Christmas. Uh, people should send us uh, podcast theme songs to podcast at Christmas fight. Uh, maybe you can incorporate <laughs> Christmas fight. Maybe not. And uh, we might use your theme song uh, during the podcast. Also, if you are listening to this broadcasted podcast from somewhere in Japan, Gavin and I will be in Tokyo, Japan, this coming Saturday for the Japanese premiere of laser team we will be there there's going to be some details posted and when exactly that is in a journal uh that i'll put on the site probably tuesday morning but we would love to see you come out and watch the premiere of laser team in japan with me and gavin not appearing in your picture gavin he's somewhere else right now i think he's in new jersey all right well thanks for watching everybody not as cool as tokyo